This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Fuck Donald Trump, bitch. Donald Trump, bitch. Think of the best news, fun fact time, yeah, three hoes left you F you, you a fucking pet dude, too Pay falling off while you're fucking Ted Cruz Fake ass racist, find a new placement Come on to the bay and we gon' prove that you ain't shit Bring a little hate to it, no fuck, gotta Be fucking with Obama while you fucking on Ivana What you know about, shit I flow about You a trash ass bitch, need to throw it out You ain't nothing but a bitch and a bit of a villain Not to kill him, but you focus on the Syrian children You a fake ass fuck boy, drop him in a hurry the left wing coming, yo, we got him getting worried Donna, you ain't gonna be getting nothing You heard me, I want a president And that is why you're fucking with Bernie Now, what's up? Y'all already know who it is. It's your motherfucking boys. Hey man, we got we, we can run a whole political uh, 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 set right now. Dog. We could really. We're probably finto for this first. I don't know, nigga, thirty to forty-five, bro. We can run a whole set. Oh man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Week in Culture, episode one thirty. I am your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka Marcus Graham, and I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, dog? What up, dog? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson three one three, aka don't fucking text my phone. <laughs> Yo. Stop it. Yo, the fucked up part, because I saw your post earlier after you voted, like, nigga, yo, maybe they'll stop. Hey, look, at 744, nigga, this was 15 minutes ago. Dog. Jesus, stop texting me. <laughs> like... Oh, man. And this week in culture, we bring to you the highly anticipated, long-awaited throwback review of Boomerang, the 1992 classic. <laughs> What they know about it. You feel me? Um, but before we get into that boomerang review, man, we want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rocked with me and Jay. Shout out to everybody who rocked with last week's podcast. We know this been a, a real different transition, us not having any new shows or movies to go into. Um, this is the first time it hit me like between this week and last week. Yo, yo, we really have nothing no, coming. You know what I thought? Not I just been thinking about, and What's somebody that? reached out to us on um, on the socials. Okay, fam, we might actually have to talk about this is us because uh, thinking about how we talk about different shit. Yeah, fam, it's yeah. so much shit there to talk about. It is, it is layered than a motherfucker dog. We and might have to get into it, man. And it's black as hell. Even though he got yeah. a white family. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, you never can take away his blackness. Yeah, it's, it's black. Like, it's about his black. Yeah. 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 We, um, might, I mean, we might have to get into it, man. And we mentioned it. I don't know if we was on air last week when we said it, but... um. Trial of the Chicago Seven on Netflix, we still got to get into. Yeah. That's new content. It's something else on there. Um, Hang on. What is the name of it? I don't want to blow it. It's called Trial 4 on Netflix. Um, And it is about a young man named Sean K. Ellis, who was charged as a teen in the 1993 killing of a Boston cop. 
as he fights to prove his innocence while exposing police corruption and systemic racism. That sounds like our bag, nigga. It's called Trial 4. I do believe it is a, like, documentary. So it's about a real event. Um, Shout out to Sean Ellis. I don't know anything about that trial, but we in there. Um, And it's in Boston, so you know it's racist. <laughs> dog. dog, but yeah, we got stuff to watch, man. It's just it's been a very man. I've been different. I, You've been busy. I've been having a lot of shit going on, man. Um, it's just been a weird transition. But I know a few people hit us up on the uh, on the Facebook, like, "Yo, what are we like? What are we watching?" <laughs> and here's the thing, like for for those who just listen to the podcast and maybe aren't aware, we not just a podcast. We a whole community, right? Like Thanks. we this podcast started from the community, man. It started from a, a bunch fact. of people, most of whom didn't know one another, gathering around a show that we all watched and collectively discussing this shit every week on uh, on Facebook. And then from there, we grew into this great platform that y'all have here. So with that said, it's like almost six hundred people in that Facebook group. Yeah, man, and. and- I, and I, it's I organic. It, like I don't. We not out here marketing and yo. Like go follow us and you tag a follower. You tag. We just out here letting people word of mouth, man. I mean, I think about that shit from time to time. Uh, um, it started as like a group of like it was about ten of us. Nigga. I think about that like like first off, six, that's a lot of people. Yeah, right? I don't know six hundred people I don't, personally. I don't. I don't. I don't know all these people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I've been like turn, declining a lot of ads because it's been a lot of people who like like fam you and uh, you a white old lady from Nova Scotia like I'm not adding you now granted, that's virus style man. now granted they may listen to the pod they might but that's a virus no. <laughs> and if you do listen to the pod and you that white lady from Nova Scotia who I declined shoot a message <laughs> send it back send it back send it back I'll I promise I'll accept it this time they may have picked up they could have picked up around uh, the HBO that could be HBO fam yeah that could be you're right you're yeah. right um but that's a lot of people that's like a little com- it's a community of it folks. is dog and it's again it's us just talking about shows that are popular within black culture, man. It's black pop culture. That's the the whole reason for the name of this podcast, and that's all we do. So salute to everybody who rocked with last week because we know we wasn't talking about shit. After I watched uh, whatever that shit was, that spooky shit on Netflix that about oh, social his house? media. No. Oh. About social media and shit like that. What was that shit called? Um, uh, shit. The social effect? Yeah. Social, social something experience. Like that. Social experiment. Like, yeah. I turned off all my notifications and shit, right? So, like, when I go on Facebook, I just happen to go on there and I be seeing all these notifications from the group. I'm like, I got to turn my fucking notifications for Facebook back on. Because yeah. I feel like I don't, I don't, I be missing shit. Yeah. I, um, I keep shit on just, you know, to, to stay abreast of what's going on. At least but for the culture. I'm turning, yeah, the, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm turning the culture Everything back else on. Everything else gets shut off, man. Turning the culture back on. Oh, dog. So, you know, before we get into the boomerang shit, man, there's no way we can avoid it. I know the audience wants to hear us talk about it for a little bit, man. These politics, dog. We started it off. Y'all heard the song at the top of the pod. Selection day, dog. By the time y'all hear this, we may or may not have an elected president. Probably Um, not. Probably not. It might be late November before they really add up who this nigga is. It'd be 2021. It could definitely be January before they know who really won this election. The House of Representatives is going to select the president, by the way. Watch. Hey, man. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But the House of Representatives are going to select them, and all the swing states are going to be thrown out, and then... As of me pulling into the parking lot, I got the alert. Um, granted, it could literally swing in a matter of minutes, but Biden is leading Florida right now. 
So wow, that's so that's one of them states that if Biden won, I would be shocked because Florida don't fuck with. Well, see, a lot, like what, what's going on with a lot of these early reportings is that the early reportings are for everybody who voted early, right? Also true, and only Democrats. It's a few um, polls that close, but yeah, for the most part, it's all early voting. Only Democrats voted early um, because they was like, "Yo, Trump gonna do something bad, so let's get our shit in there," and then. The others was like, we're going to see what they're doing. Yo, we need this many people to come. Yeah. You know, that's why I voted today. I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't send my shit early. Um, one, I don't trust it because I yeah. had no idea. Like I seen that shit go on the machine and it didn't come back out. Yeah. So I know it was good. <laughs> and the green light was like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, if a nigga going to cheat, I don't need you to, to, to predetermine to cheat. I need you to wait to find my result. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, Breaking news, it's official. Mitch McConnell has won his seventh term as Kentucky Senate. So fuck Kentucky. Um, y'all wild for revoting that nigga. But I guess they be Kim Worthying that nigga Mitch McConnell, cause whatever, man. Um, but dog, politics in general, man, it's the day of the election, dog. How you feeling, bro? Cause I've been seeing I asked you that because I'm on the socials today. I've been seeing people really talk like they're stressed out. Like Why? Niggas, I saw a few people, real shit. Now, I'm not uh, glamorizing this. I saw a few people say they couldn't sleep. I saw that just recently. I was like, that's wild to me that y'all couldn't sleep. Like, why? I don't know, dog. Like, in real life. No, and I I know that I'm I'm maybe a little bit more um, cold than a lot of people. So, I thought maybe I'm missing some or maybe, you know, I'm just not as emotionally invested in this election. I could understand maybe being a little anxious about the results, but to the point that you couldn't sleep, that kind of threw me off. I didn't know people was feeling like that. So I was like, let me ask Jay how you feeling, man. Well, I feel good. Um, And I was having a conversation this weekend is that no matter who wins this presidency, like I'm going to wake up the next day and go to work and make all the decisions that I normally make. And like, that's not going to change my life personally. Um, Biden win, if Trump win, I'm still going to make the maneuvers and everything that I need to do. Um, I'm not going to let that, like, impact me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, I don't give nobody that much control over me, so I'm not going to lose no sleep over it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, like, um, not saying that if you did that like, yeah. there's something wrong with you or something like no, that. No, not at all. Just not at like, all. It I, just threw me off because I didn't realize that people were, like, that, I guess, impacted or um emotionally impacted now, by this granted, election. I'm a bit of a cynic and I, 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 I've thought this world was crooked damn near half my life. So yeah, yeah. I'm never surprised. Yeah, now, yeah. If you were um, maybe had rose colored glasses and I just waking up to the corruption and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe I that could can see that throwing you off. Yeah. yeah so I, for me, dog, I'm, I'm not, I clearly didn't lose. I don't sleep regardless. It definitely wasn't no election. Um, but I did my part. And that's kind of how I always look at this sort of shit. Like, I did what I could do, man. I can't, unfortunately, my part doesn't impact this nation or any of the corruption that might go into um, the election results. So, me going down there, like, I, I sent my ballot in or took my ballot in on the 29th, handed it directly to the lady, made sure she ran it through and made sure I circled within the lines and all that. And my shit got punched and we was good to go. And from there, 
I walked out of there like, you know what? That's all I could do, dog. I can't carry the weight of this shit with me. Um, I, I encouraged people to vote. I got a few people registered um, who hadn't previously registered. I got a couple um, former inmates registered who thought that they couldn't because they were a felon and they didn't realize that where they lived, that wasn't a thing. Um, so I did my part. And, and from that, I'm cool, dog. I, I'm, I'm hoping that the election results are... But favorable which, for which the result? people which result though that's the thing one candidate has already proven he's not favorable for the people i get it for the president right yeah and I but then for detroit we also got a lot of not even just for detroit like so or michigan pardon me i seen like go vote go vote go yeah, vote yeah. the whole nine yards but like when you look at that ballot it's like the circuit judges and things like I've never heard some of these people names. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody went out there and did their due diligence. Yeah. And I'm pretty and sure. Did you know who you looked into? Like, did you know about the, who all these people is for the, the, Oh, I have no idea who the fucking governor of uh, Wayne state should be yeah, or the yeah. Michigan state, such and such and such and such. And that's, that's one thing with um everyone being eligible for uh, mail-in or absentee ballots this year due to COVID that I hoped would be beneficial for the people who participated in that is that they didn't get to the polls on the day of and circle a bunch of names they weren't familiar with. I hoped that if you did do a mail-in ballot or an absentee ballot that you took down there physically, you also took the time to look into the people you were electing before you circled that name. And then to a certain extent, like, some of this shit just don't impact me. Yeah, yeah, that's also be true. Perfectly honest, I don't care who runs Michigan State University. I don't care who runs um, Wayne State University. Yeah. Was on that, but like that shit. See, I care about Michigan State. I don't give a fuck about U of M though. Like, like it was like five, six names. Yeah, the like, U of M. I I made sure I googled like who the most racist <laughs> on this list, and I circled him. Fuck so, U of M. So ultimately, it ends up being either name recognition. Yeah. Um, or it bends up like me. Oh, this person's a Democrat, or this yeah. person's a Republican, and then voting, and then we'll all go home and be like, "Yep, I did my duty." Yeah, but did we? And and that's the thing. If you don't look into not only these people, but their policies, their proposals, things they've done in their previous political careers, um, if they've had a previous political career, because uh, it's some you know one thing about oh girl that Trump put up for the Supreme Court, um. She, I can't remember the exact numbers, so but you can Google it. It's available as fuck. She had like next to no criminal cases tried. That bitch had barely been in court ever. Yeah, she was a relatively. It was like it new. was like whoa, really? Like Supreme Court? Like you throwing her in there and and it's that sort. But I feel like we all have a tendency to vote that way too, on the non-presidential. I mean, most folks like for instance, I was having a convo the other day. Um, because a lot of people just went in there and went just pure party vote, Democrat, Republican, and they because they don't want to circle everything, right? But then I was like, I'm not voting for Kim Worthy. Never. I'm never voting for Kim, so I will never circle that. Because I had her, I had her opposition in the studio, and I met her, I talked to her, yeah, and I voted for her. Yeah, and I always will vote against Kim Worthy, but that's the sort of thing that I feel like that's how she keeps winning because niggas go party side. And then you forget that, yo, some of these people in your party are not also maybe the greatest this people. This was the first time somebody ever went opposed to Kim Worthy. She usually goes unopposed. Uh, 100%. So Her she name sits up there by herself. By default. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know, man. Uh, if you have not voted, well, by the time y'all hear this, y'all will have voted or you didn't do your part. 
in the voting, but or hopefully did, everybody votes. Because you do have the right to vote. Yeah, you have a right to vote. So Here's my thing, though, with that, with the with the rights, right? I feel like with Americans, we exercise our rights and we get strong about them based on how convenient they are for us. Like, yo, Second Amendment rights, I can bear arms, da-da-da. Cause you want to have a gun, nigga. That, cool, like exercise your right. Yo, nigga, uh, First Amendment rights. I can say what the fuck I want to, nigga. You can't da da da. Cause you want to say what you want. You got freedom of speech, cool. But then when it comes to voting, which is a right, I feel like niggas all of a sudden get like, man, I ain't doing that shit. And yes, you have the right not to vote, but it's like, why is that like the one right you don't want to exercise? But that's that's also important though, having yeah. the right to participate or having the right to not participate because in certain uh, areas of the world Oh you gonna participate And yeah. you gonna vote For who the fuck I yeah. tell you to Yeah like, Also so, true So it's a right Where you not persecuted You are not putting yeah. There's no physical harm Or whatnot That comes if like Yo yeah. I don't wanna set out And guess what If you really don't like Any of the candidates Why should you be forced To, to, yeah. to, to decide And you definitely shouldn't Um, But that is a right That when everybody Talk about their rights And whether it's Second amendment And first amendment Like You gotta argue The other side of it too so if you want First Amendment rights, you can say whatever you want to. You do understand anybody can say something back to you. Yeah. So when and someone says something bad, racist, whatever, yeah. it's the same shit. And also kind of along that same point, specifically with First Amendment rights, you can say whatever you want, but my response to whatever you said doesn't have to be favorable, right? Like, I, you can say some wild shit and not necessarily be prosecuted for it, but I could fire you if you represent my country. Yeah, people don't understand. It worked like that. Like First Amendment is you can't be held accountable, persecuted by your government yeah. for saying something. Yeah, not, not by a, the private entity you work for. Not nigga. Jay. Yeah, Jay Johnson could be like, nigga, you can never come to my studio again because you racist fuck on Facebook. I'm just going to swing off. Nigga, and that's what it is. Like, it's, yeah. Um, what else is going on, man? Uh, that one proposal, the one about the warrants. Oh, specific. I, I did you know that was on the ballot? Not until I read it. And boy, when I start looking into it, nigga, I, just, I was circling the shit. I damn near tore the paper in that motherfucker, dog. So, so that was a great proposal, nigga. Let me pull that up. So when we talk about like the whole voting stuff and doing our part and what we should be doing, yeah, like, all right, I get it. The presidential election, the whole nine, cool. But like, how come? Where was the conversation around these? proposals so like, let me um i want to read this proposal it's, it's michigan specific um but impactful to the culture nonetheless so proposal 20-2 a proposed constitutional amendment to require a search warrant in order to access a person's electronic data or electronic communications this proposed constitutional amendment would prohibit unreasonable searches or seizures of a person's electronic data and electronic communication, and it would require a search warrant to access a person's electronic data or electronic communications under the same conditions currently required for the government to obtain a search warrant to search a person's house or seize a person's things. Nigga, yes. For sure. I need all of that. But, like, why did I hear that on WGLB? Fam, talk about it. Because all all I heard was... Again, president, 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 Biden, Trump, Biden, yeah. Trump, Biden, Trump. Like, that's an important proposal. Yeah, that's be- huge. Yo, if I may or may not be involved in something or accused of being involved in something and you need a legal warrant to look through my socials, forget my accused. phone. 
I just get my computer. Pulled, I just get pulled over by the police and they take my phone. You and can't go just grab it. my phone and go through it, bro. Regardless of if I'm if I'm done a crime or not. Hey. Like, what if I don't want you to see pictures of my wife? Hey. What if I don't want you to see pictures of of insert whatever it is? Hey. Like you can't go through my data and your 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 phone, your text, everything, that's an extension of your intellectual property yep. and you can't have that. And now that I'm I'm thinking about it, in order to access a person's electronic data or electronic communications, meaning that at least from my understanding of what that says, you pull me over or say you see a cop out there being a fuck nigga, treating somebody wrong, harassing them. You pull your phone out. You want to record it. They can't grab your phone. You can't access my electronic communications according to that proposal in the state of Michigan. So I hope y'all voted yes because I don't want niggas just grabbing my shit. Because we've seen plenty of videos where cops say, yo, give me your phone or they take it. They smash it. They smack it out your hand. Nigga, now it's illegal under that proposal to do so. So, yeah, I, I hope that everybody voted yes on that because that's actually, like, huge, my nigga. Um, my biggest thing or my biggest takeaway um, from this election, and I hope if y'all actually look at y'all ballots or whatever, when you look at the presidential ballot and you would have seen um, approximately six different names on there. Yeah. Um, from the Republican Party, from the Democratic Party, from um, the Green Party, um, the Taxpayer Party. Um there are more there were more than two options. Yeah. Um, and the refusal of every single person to just recognize and everyone kind of yeah. knows, but maybe some of y'all don't know. But we act like there was only two choices and there were always two choices for the only only specifically because major media will never have one of their candidates on television. I think. The and I could be wrong in this, so don't quote me, but I think the most successful independent party. Um, member or a candidate was Ross Perot. He's the only one I know, like by name, who got like real life votes. Like you gotta, you you gotta have, you gotta raise a certain amount of money in order to be to even get up there. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 it's, it's slightly um, it's just really stupid. Um, yeah, but like everybody always says, well, we only got two choices. When you literally know yeah. that you like all you have to do. It's just like you you know you have more than two. But here's something else though that just made me think of a conversation I had on Facebook earlier with um I ain't gonna I ain't even gonna say his name because no disrespect. But a guy that I know, he lied about vote. And I don't don't lie if you ain't vote, that's fine. Just like don't do, just don't vote. But don't tell me you voted. So he goes, I wrote in your boy. And I'm like, who the fuck is my boy? And then he was like, Kanye. And I was like, he lives here in Michigan. So, well, no, no, no. He didn't say I wrote in. He said, I voted for your boy. And I said, who was my boy? He said, Kanye. And my response was, oh, you wrote that nigga in? And he said, no, his name was on the ballot. Nah. And I said, no, it wasn't. Nah. I, no, it wasn't. Like, this literally wasn't on the ballot. And, and he you, goes, dog, I swear it was on my ballot. And I'm like, bro, you live in Michigan. It wasn't, dog. Fam, like, I, I looked at the fucking ballot months ago. Everybody hey, can look at the ballot. Hey. Like, quit it. It his name was not on the was it on certain states? Yes. Was it on Michigan? It's like five. No. Yeah, like most of the states, which I said way back when the nigga said he was gonna run. And guess what? He though? was too late. For whatever reason, media will have you believe that it was Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and, and Kanye, Kanye West. West. Yep. Even like the other parties, yeah. even for local stuff in Michigan, yeah. it was more than Democrat Republican. Yeah. It was Green Party. It was yeah, Taxpayer Party. Libertarians it was and, and like, Reform, all them motherfuckers. Why are we acting like these people don't exist? 
because they don't get again Ross Perot got as big as he got because Ross Perot had the financial backing to pay the corporations to put him to on do television. what he did yeah most of these parties don't get that they don't generate the media attention Kanye clearly can generate media attention so they threw him in like he was the third fuck fam he's on maybe so the, so the five percent of these fucking ballots so the pressure should come from the people mm. to quote unquote boycott all these political all ABC yeah. NBC five, like listen yeah. if y'all gonna because y'all swear y'all love democracy right yeah. like we don't have a two-party system no like literally we don't have a two-party system but everybody wants to act like we do we just willingly erase everybody else their thoughts their opinion there was another black woman running for president who was yep. on who's a vice president for the green party yep. but like what she black she her count oh her compliment don't count nah you know what i'm saying and so it's like well they ain't gonna win well they don't they won't win because you won't vote for them yeah it's um because you don't see them on cnn and you don't hear their name constantly they're not texting you day in day out what you think about um the not just the uh phone communication the, the calls and the text but just the overall social interaction um this time around like this was as heavy as i've ever seen it like, this was actually, like, crazy, dog. Like, do you feel like this bordered invasion a little bit? Like, I think they got a little bit too too close this time around. Um, the text messages were... Um, On both sides, just were, not just uh, Democratic. Way, yeah. way, way too much for me. Yeah. Um, like... Like, they almost got me in trouble at home, bro. Like, it's spam. Yeah. Like, they already, Literally. Got, they already got lost. I'm like this is this is not okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it, it was spam. Uh, I'm tired of all the, the the. Like you get cool points, for being like a pro Biden on to on on like whether you even in. I know some of you niggas ain't into politics. Yeah, celebrity wise, but y'all get up there, y'all say y'all little speeches or whatever. But like, I just don't believe y'all. Yeah, like I just don't believe. I don't believe you. You need more people, man. No, they really almost got me in trouble at home because I got um. I got a call from a seven three four something something number, and I didn't. I ain't even see my phone ringing. But I go. I picked up my phone. I saw the missed call, and I'm like, "Who the fuck called me from seven three four da 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 da?" And then literally like ten minutes later, that same number called my girl, and nigga, hit the scary sound, nigga. Oh. <laughs> Wait, switch. <laughs> Nigga, we was standing there like unsolved mysteries, like, yo, what the fuck? So then I called my number back and it was like, yo, this is Andy from the Democratic National Committee. And I was like, my nigga, Andy, you almost just got me fucked up, bro, because I don't even know what's going down out here. But yeah, man, this shit, um, it, it got invasive, dog. And I think the text, the emails, the calls, the social media, like stalking, it, it just became a lie, bro. Like even today, every time I clicked into the gram, for whatever reason, like, if you clicked on, like, the wrong part of somebody's story, it'll take you to vote. Did you vote? Have you voted yet? Click here to find out if you're still able to register to vote. And it was just like, bro, I just wanted to see the story, nigga. Like, uh, the, 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 the little veiled threats that they were sent to my phone. Yeah. Like, hey, um, who you voted for is private. But if you voted, it's not. Your friends and family will be able to see your voting record. I'm like, yo. Don't threaten me, dog. Don't threaten me. And, uh, because I've seen a few, like, actual people posting that, like, friends and shit. 
like, here's what, and I'm talking to, to the culture, I'm talking to black people when I say this statement. Stop trying to, like, threaten or shame people into doing what you want them to do. Especially, especially when you don't know what someone's interests are. Yeah, yeah. Like, you never know what a person's interests are. So, because your interests align one way, everybody else's don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? And that's the thing. You'll you'll see me on socials, um, Facebook specifically, uh, with a with a rash of different statuses telling people to go vote. I never said who to vote for. Because here's the thing, man. You gonna vote for who you vote for? I'm never one to try to. If you don't know, but let's be real. When black people say go vote, yeah, usually they they saying go vote Democrat. Specifically, when we're talking president, yeah. um, anything else maybe maybe not. But yeah, when we talking president, usually niggas talking Democrat. But I just saw um, shout out to the homie Greg Nice. I just saw he posted a a poll mm-hmm. like, would you be more upset? If I didn't vote or if I voted for the other guy. Yeah. And I I voted if you didn't vote. Like, that's what I select. Because at the end of the day, that's what I care about. Like, do. I I selected the opposite. The I other did. guy? Yeah. 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 But here's my thing. With this, more than any other fucking election in my lifetime, even ones that I wasn't um, eligible to vote in. I just don't see a good reason to vote. For the other guy Right so I would be more surprised That you voted for Trump Versus you not voting Yeah And that's Like I'm I'm always big on Yo just go out there and vote Who you vote for is your right That's your business But again I don't see I haven't gotten one Real life Like educated explanation For why you would vote for Trump In this election So like And I've talked to several Trump supporters Black, white, other Um, Nobody said anything that was smart and that couldn't be refuted, like, really simply. Like, a lot of these arguments niggas be trying to have, I'm like, I be perfectly you sound kind of dumb, bro. I ain't heard a good idea for either way, other than we don't want Trump. Yeah. But you know what, though? As, as wild of a reason as that is to go vote for Biden, I, I wrote on Facebook earlier today, stop telling me how bad Biden might be, but not telling me how bad Trump is. Yes, we're we're one hundred percent going into the unknown if Biden is elected. We don't know. Yes, we still have to discuss and and talk about the crime bill. We have to discuss and talk about the creepy shit he does with these young ass girls that's on like ninety different fucking (sighs) videos. There are certain and beyond the like weird shit, we have to talk about his physical and mental health. From there they were other than Biden and other than Trump. Like if like people like were interested yeah. there were better candidates oh 100 yo <laughs> like, this time around more so than 2016 like there was we had way better candidates like it was time. people who who were like mentally sound yep weren't rapey um weren't like super duper yeah. racist had good ideas like there were other options dog and here's the thing there were options for like everybody like yo if you wanted fuck the old girl i want some young new non-racist um I want some minority type shit. Nigga, Andrew Yang was right there for you. Shit, Kamala was right there for you. If you want, because that's the wild part about Kamala too. Like, everybody's like, yo, y'all hating on this black woman that's um, potentially going to be vice president, da-da-da. But nigga, y'all was hating on her when she was running for president. <laughs> like, y'all didn't like her when she was running for president. And nigga. that that that, that kind of that rubs me. It blew my fucking mind how hard niggas is pumping for her now as VP. 
But I y'all, saw you talking shit. I saw you physically. I read you talk shit about her as presidential nominee. Now that doesn't mean that I don't think she's a good nominee. But yeah. it makes me look at you like you not like you being disingenuous yeah. when you tell me how much things are wrong. Yeah, and then you be like, no, nah, but we gotta like yo. And then you- yo, for niggas who are like, yo, man, I'm just a fan of the old guard. Da 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 da. Fam, y'all not going to act like Bernie ain't come through again for you niggas to give you even more of a fuck you Trump. I'm about to come. Here's the thing. And I've always said this, dog, for as radical as Bernie is. And that's everybody's response. Right. Bernie will never win. He too radical. He too fucking niggas. So is Trump. You know, you know who, who, who decides elections? It's like Fox, um, CNN and MSNBC. Facts. That's it. Like they tell you. Everything that you want to know about the election, about the primaries, they tell you who's going, who has a chance to win, who has a chance not to win. Before anybody ever voted for anything, them three outlets tell everybody exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. That's scary time. Shout out to the homie Keith. She just sent this shit to the text. Got a picture of George W. <laughs> that should say, I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. <laughs> but that's the fucked up part, too, man, is that um, somebody could like before while we were doing the primaries. Right. Yeah. yeah. For the Democratic Party, like MSNBC, CNN, all them, all them people yeah. convinced you that Andrew Yang wasn't going to win. Yep. Right. No matter how many people thought he had great ideas and everything. Yep. Then Corona happened, and then we started begging for the exact same thing he yeah, was trying to do. Yeah, we need ideas. We need right? to figure this out. And then everything that we said we might do was all stuff he's campaigned on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But the television told us before you can actually go out and vote yeah. for an apartment, like, yo, he don't have a chance to win. And so they was like, and once someone tells you that, then you be like, well, I heard he don't got a chance to win it. And then it's over. Same thing for Kamala. Yep, Same yep. thing for the whole like television tells you that. And you know as well too, man, kind of just thinking about like the weird shit that just sort of happens and we all just go with it unquestioned. I'm I've mentioned it on this pod before back during the primaries, but I'm gonna mention it now because it's relevant. Again, for all the niggas who say, yo, Biden ain't it, Biden ain't it. Nobody questioned when out of no Biden had been behind in every fucking primary poll across the country and then out of nowhere this nigga just surged and washed bernie ass dog and i was like how does that happen how does that happen but then nobody questioned we all just said oh well bernie lost fair and square again and i'm like did he though did did he lose the first time (laughs) (laughs) it's like a jungle sometimes and make you wonder how we keep from going under well look man i practiced my civic duty today facts Um, I walked in and walked right out. Yeah. Like, um, I think I was 344. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, I voted in uh, Farmington Hills. Okay. And, um, yo, I, I literally walked in, walked out. I was, I thought I was going to take me a while, but yeah. I heard them over talking. It was like, because it was so many people who voted early. Early, yeah. Um, That's what um, a lot of my friends told me that same experience, uh, that they went to the polls anticipating a real long day. Couple people said I took off work for this, and then they said, "Nigga, I went on in. Nigga, I'm, I'm hourly. Nigga, I went and got my money because I, I was down there for ten minutes." I low key could have did that shit on my lunch break today. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I, it's kind of it's new for all of us, right? It's brand new territory. Um, this many people have never been allowed to vote absentee or vote mail in. Um, I've always done it. So for me, this was because when I moved to Atlanta, uh, I 
just always use that on my dad's caretaker. Um, and my mom gets to use it too. What do you think about people who live somewhere else but still vote here? So I did that in Atlanta. Um, I'd always, and the reason that I did it is because one, I was not familiar with what the problems were or what needed to be fixed in that city. How long at least when Atlanta? I, um, 10 years. So both of Obama's terms. Oh yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. To get familiar. So, but the, the first time I had only been there for a year in 08. So, um, I didn't know what the, fu- and I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just vote, you know, where I'm familiar with some names and some people. But then that second time around, I thought the same thing. Like, yo, I've been in Atlanta a while. I've been at the same address for a while. I could register here and just be done. But I thought about it and I said, um, mm, I want to make sure that I'm still voting for the people that's around my family, where my parents is at. That was my thoughts. Like, yo, I want to make sure the officials I was around them are the same that I, they want to be. I was thinking about that, but yeah. like, when you're away, do you really get a pulse of what's going on? Like, so for example, my cousin, she's been living out of the country yeah, uh, for, I don't know, 10 plus years. Yeah. Like, she lives in Finland. Mm. Um, so she does her, 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 her mail-in ballots or whatnot. She does, she goes online, does the research, the whole nine yards and shit like that. But like, like, do you really understand what's going on in the city and yeah. to be making yeah. decisions and stuff like that? Like, I will say, though, um, be be diligent and be thorough in your research. Should you ever move back to the city that you keep your voter registration in? Um, so when I came back to Michigan, I didn't know that there was a law that basically said because my address was different. Then, even though I was allowed to vote absentee legally, because my home address was different, then once I moved back, I needed to re-register under the address that was on my absentee ballot. And because I didn't do that, when I got to the polls, um, I wasn't allowed to vote in that moment. I had to register on the spot and then get back in line and go vote. But it it almost almost missed the 2016 election, thinking that. Yeah, I'm registered. I've never unregistered. They don't tell you that if you move back here, you got to re-register under your address. It's crazy what they won't tell you till you in line. That happened to me last year. Yeah. I mean, well, last election. Because yeah. um, the address, I officially had changed my address. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the new location where I knew the new address was, but I was still technically registered in Southfield. Gotcha. Um, and it was like, yo, this not this not it. <laughs> and that... And, um, so what what old girl did when I first went down there, she goes, um, did you already vote? And I'm like, no, nah, that was probably my dad. Um, you know, he votes absentee, too. He's handicapped, so he can't. Da, da, da. And she was like, um, all right, well, let me look this up. And she started clicking, clicking. And I started face scrunch up. She was like, oh, honey, you're you're not registered to vote. And I'm like, the fuck you? I'm holding my voter card. What the fuck are you talking about? And then she explained the little law to me or whatever. And I was just like, that's fucking nuts. That I'm being punished for not coming back and re-registering, even though in the other city that I lived in, I never had to register. It's not that. It's weird. Because a bunch of niggas from Kentucky may start voting in Detroit. Could happen. And, and they be yeah. like, yo, this is fraud. Yeah. Because, like, y'all don't even live here. How you voting in Detroit? Yeah. Y'all live in a whole other state. Yeah. It's just, But it's weird what what isn't communicated to you, right? Until you in that moment And then it's like Alright now this is relevant But it's like Fam y'all couldn't Send a letter real quick Saying yo You live back here now Like Re-register to vote Like I don't know It's just It's weird dog Like this voter fraud And voter weird shit That happens It's funky Like I saw earlier today um, In New York They was Already getting 
dead people votes, nigga. Like, dead people. Just been dead. Niggas been dead and they voting. What? What? How do that happen, dog? Like, how's y'all niggas even, like, justifying this shit? Like, it wasn't like, oh, they they voted a month ago and then they died, you know, after they early voted. Like, no, niggas been dead. I wonder who requested the absentee balance. Mmm. It's funky, dog. This whole shit gets funky, man. Um, how you feel about like businesses like boarding up and shit, like preparing for war and riots and all that, depending on the results? <sighs> That's happened all over the country. Yeah. Yep. Um, I talked to somebody earlier today who um out of the state, um, who bank was closed down, um, uh, and boarded up. I thought they was lying at first. I'm like, mm. they were like, no, the bank was closed down, boarded up. For mm. election precautions. I'm like, oh shit. That's um, crazy. I mean, I would tell you that it's overboard, but is it? And that's the thing. I don't even think that it's overboard. I think that it's sad. Like that more than anything, and I wrote that before I started getting off of my jokes and shit on Facebook earlier today. I wrote that. Like, yo, if it's it's expected though. Like history can tell us that like when things don't go your way, people get violent. Yeah. Like I'm talking about thousands of years of history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know we, we like advance and we got technology and all other shit, but like, yo man, history repeats itself over and over and over again. That's just a wild, like I really, I think it's really sad that we live in a country where due to election results, niggas literally are preparing for war. If 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 like that's nuts to me, dog. if there's anything that's gonna be a war over, it's gonna be election results because that person is going to now control the destiny of the country. Yeah, but see, that's and and I don't. I hope this isn't taken the wrong way. Pardon me if it is, because I definitely don't mean it that way. But that's something when I think of like countries warring over elections and shit, I think of like third world countries, like countries where democracy is not a thing at all. Um. I don't think of the United States. I don't think of Can- I don't think of free world countries when I think Man, of that. we had a civil war here. Yeah. Like when to the, prevent what we're talking about right now. Like the country fought itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we this same country like had slaves as cap like you know created what I'm saying? a whole new flag around this bitch that niggas still adhere to. So niggas getting in beef, revere beefing over who's going to run the country. That's I I can't be surprised what had what what has happened in the last say hundred to two hundred years? Yeah, like it's too recent for me to be like, no, nah, this can't happen. Yeah, it can, and these people are evil. Man, last thing I'm gonna say on it, man. Then we can get into some better vibes and and get some more positive shit. But um, I saw the, you know, how people be reposting like the older like clips and videos and stuff of people back in the fifties and our early sixties when we were first given the right to vote as black people. Um, and I saw, uh, that famous picture of the man, pardon me for not remembering his name in this moment, but who had been hung and they put the sign on him on his body that said a nigger voted earlier or something like that. A nigger voted today or some shit like that on his dead hanging body. And, uh, when I read the caption of that, because that was in the paper, of course, and when I read the caption, that was in 1955. And when you think about how recent 1955 was, shit Let me like tell that you it was what 55 or 54? Four. Shit. No, no, five. Either way, that was then. 
Nigga, my dad was born. That my, was then. My yes. My dad was born in 59. Yeah. That, like, shit like that, it really, when, when I see folks say, like, oh, like, fuck voting, or I don't care about voting, or voting ain't shit, voting them do this, voting that. I get that black people in this country have not always had the better hand when it comes to voting. And we have not maybe always gotten our candidate. When we have gotten our candidate, um, they've typically been strongholded or strong held to policies and shit that they can't control. Like we be like, damn, we get somebody in there who for us, then they get in there and we realize that there's so many checks and balances they can't really be for us. So I get why voting maybe isn't our thing. But when I see niggas say fuck voting and then I see that somebody your dad's age died because they went and voted. I just be like, damn, dog. That's it's just a wild juxtaposition, like to to see that sort of shit and realize that that wasn't nothing but a generation ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like when I look at that, um, that is a wild comparison. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes I kind of cringe when people tell me or people say in general to like, yo, black people die for the right to vote. Yeah. Um, so you should do it too. Um. I understand the sentiment a hundred percent, but like people weren't dying for the right to vote per se. Yeah. Um, they were trying to use the voting as a tool to get to a, to a means to an end. Yeah. Like, yo, if we think we get this particular tool, then this is going to bring us this thing here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we fighting for freedom. We fighting to be human. Yep. The whole nine yards. It wasn't specific. Like the voting is just an act. You know what I'm saying? It's something that we was trying to get to. You know what I mean? So it's not like specifically, yo, specifically for the vote so you do it for the rest of your life that's not what i'm saying but like like it's 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 like deeper than that like it can't just be like yeah. yo and a lot of them didn't to to your point a lot of them didn't die for the right to vote we got the right to vote at a certain point yes yeah, some people did die fighting for our right to be able to vote cool not cool but cool um but a lot of people died when they enacted that right, the same way that a lot of people die when they enact their First Amendment right, their yeah. Second Amendment right, and they and and it's just at a certain point you have to realize that when people died, ultimately it was just because we was black. It we didn't. Got, none we, of the other shit mattered. And dog. we can't keep like the other half of that equation when black people die for the right to vote. Yeah. Well, who are the people who killed them? Mm. Because white folks killed them. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's talk about the other half of that yep. coin. Because right now, who we voting for? We voting for the niggas that killed us and for the right to and, vote. Hey, nigga, a, a real bar is nigga. Don't don't say people died. Black people died for our right to vote. White people killed because we had the right to vote, nigga. And and that when you think about it, and then you look at who the fuck we put in these offices. Time and time and time and time again and again, we're talking beyond just the presidential election. We talk in local. Like somebody told me earlier today, this is a quote. I'm quoting this directly. This nigga said, "I'm sick of motherfuckers saying that we need to focus on local elections, nigga. You do, you do, because that local election impacts you. I'm not gonna say more or less than, but it impacts you directly, bro. Depending on what it is." And depending on what it is, it can be more or less these, than these 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 courts, um, these judges that I that we just voted on. Yeah, where where do I see how good you are as a judge? Yeah, yeah. Like, where's that record at? Hey man, and um, salute to uh, 
to my homie Brandon. Salute to my homie Rebecca. I got a few other homies across the country too who are uh, currently on the ballot to be circuit judges um, in in the state of Michigan, and like I said, a few other folks across the country. So salute to them. Best of luck to y'all. Um, vote. Vote, vote. I know by the time y'all hear this, it's going to be too late, but I hope that y'all did go out there and vote. I hope that y'all voted on what you believe in. Please. Um, and, and that's the thing. That's why I never get into the whole who to vote for, who not to. I know I agree with you that most times when black people say go out there and vote, they say go vote Democratic. I'm saying vote on what you believe in. But I say that thinking that the people who fuck with me believe in similar shit to me maybe we don't believe in everything the same but our values and our morals and the way that we think is similar what i want folks to do um for the next four years and when we run through this election the next time is truly 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 vote for vote your heart yeah and don't vote if you so like in the in the dim in the in the primaries yeah a lot of good candidates um got kicked off or didn't get voted for because somebody was trying to play chess with their vote Yep. Well, if I vote for him, that means I'm not really gonna do it. Like, fam, if everybody actually you vote for them, you taking a vote from them. If everybody actually just like voted for the person they really wanted, yeah, we would have different different results. Yeah. Um. And and that's the thing, man. Don't let the media. Don't let social media. Social media is a part of the media. Don't let them. And just don't let um uninformed people who talk out their ass and say a bunch of rhetoric that don't really mean shit. Don't let that impact who and how you vote um you can go down there again this primary is more than any that i remember we had some really good candidates man um some strong candidates and some who had some great ideas to buck the traditional system that we all keep saying we want to buck and we want to get away from and a lot of those candidates we we talked to andrew yang for instance didn't stand a fucking chance dog like weren't even close when it came down to it they dropped out early because the television polls said, hey, he losing and ain't no chance. But here's the thing. At one point, y'all know y'all everybody said it wasn't no chance for Joe Biden. And then that nigga skyrocketed. Because I know I ain't responded to none of them texts that I got besides fuck on, stop texting my phone. Yeah. So if y'all was like, yo, we text a bunch of people and the polls say Yang don't have a chance. Nigga, you know you don't fucking respond to them fucking polls. Let's get into it, man. Because now we here. Now we just we just said we was gonna have a political fucking convo. Now we have. I mean, it's this week in culture. It's this week in culture. This is dominating culture. Come on, man. This is nigga. We control this shit. Talk about it. Scary fucking times. Um, all the texts and all the emails and all the calls and shit. Why that don't happen during the primaries? Why niggas parties, or I'm sorry, niggas uh, campaigns not going this hard during the primaries? Cost money, I guess. But goddamn, like, nigga, I know a couple of y'all could have got some of these calls off, dog. Like, some texts, you could send some mass texts, dog. Fam, it's a program. <laughs> like, <laughs> this ain't you. This a one time, one stop shop. Let's get every fucking registered voters number who voted Democrat or voted Republican in the last election. How about this? How about y'all text y'all policy? Because I. What was the policy that Biden ran on, and what was the policy that that Trump ran on? I didn't hear any of them. Dog, so, all right, you bring me to another point that I'm, I'm really glad we're talking about this shit because this is all shit that I've been thinking about all day. Um, so this time around, I know that with Biden, a lot of us 
rightfully so, have had mad questions. Again, going back to, for instance, the 94 crime bill, for instance. Um, was that 94 or 93? It was 94. 94 crime bill. I mean, I, I, um, a lot of people have like brought that up as like, yo, I need you to explain yourself and tell me what's different between now and then, da-da-da. Cool, rightfully so. I get it. Um, but what I want people to do, if we're going to question Biden, even if he wins, um, and, and dig into that nigga's background and his voting background and all this shit, cool, do it. But if Trump is reelected... Keep that same energy because this nigga just ran a whole campaign with not one straight up policy, period. And here's my issue with it. If there were ever a time that I should be hearing exactly what oh, your plan but, is. Oh, but that platinum plan. Oh, man. <laughs> nigga. And even that, like, niggas was like, oh, Trump got this platinum plan. Nigga, you talking about the shit that him and Ice Cube just discussed a week ago? Well, No. That's totally separate from what Ice Cube got. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in general, yes. you're talking about the shit that was thrown out there about a week ago, two weeks ago. Y'all just start talking to me about a platinum plan. He'd been there for four years. Four years. And if ever there were a time in American history where I should be hearing what you plan on doing, it's during this pandemic that we're still in right now. That's out of control. This is true. Also, I don't like the fucking term minority because in that platinum plan, I don't know if anybody ever took a chance to look at it. Yep. It's a lot of minority talk, and that don't mean black people. It's a whole gang um, of minority talk in there. Gay white male is a minority. Minority. You know what I'm saying? Like Ed. that's that's not what I mean Ed. when I say minority or whatever. So it was very few that was just specifically for African American. You Ed. know what I'm saying? However, when someone is trying to get either elected or reelected. That's when you got niggas by the balls and you yeah. can make them do things for you. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, wait to insert who insert there gets in the office and then do that. No, you get that shit on the record before right fucking now. Dog. You know what I'm saying? You get that. Sh you use leverage. Yeah. And that's the thing, dog. When when these celebrities go and meet with, with President Trump right now, they're trying to use leverage. What I get pissed at is that. The rest of us don't do that because, yeah, one or two rappers go sit down with a nigga, whatever. But, dog, what if all the African-American people in this country got together and said, this is what we want. And if you don't meet these demands, I can guarantee you, you will not be reelected, my nigga. But see, the bigger issue becomes what we were talking about just a few minutes ago is that like black folks will not even threaten to withhold their vote. No, because you're tied to the you're, you're emotionally tied to the fact that well we chewed Diddy out when he said that shit like that nigga got killed on socials. We are emotionally tied to the fact yo somebody died for your right to vote. Uh, so if you black and you gonna vote in every single election, uh, and since you black you gonna revolt for Democrat in yep. every single. If you don't ever threaten, I'm not saying don't, yeah, but like make a nigga pump fake. Can Damn. you can you do a that's pump it? Fake? Just a jab step, real quick, dog. Diddy said. I don't give a fuck which one of you niggas. I want a black plan, period. That's what that nigga said a few months ago. Everybody said, ups, this nigga withholding his vote. Get that nigga Diddy the fuck out of here, nigga. How you going to tell the voter die, nigga? Fam, the mass is usually wrong. If everybody is saying the same shit, man. depending on, unless it's two yeah. plus two. <laughs> like, man, and even like, then, some of these niggas. Is, but like, the, the, yeah. the, the crowd is usually wrong. 
and here's the crowd the is usually swayed. It's always going to take one person to sway them as somebody has to stand out. Somebody has to go in there and purposely be the elephant in the room and say, yo, nigga, we need an agenda. And but here's the thing. What I loved about how Diddy did that shit. He didn't go sit with this nigga. It wasn't a conversation between me and Trump. It was, yo, nigga, tell me your plan. Biden, tell me your plan. Either one of you niggas want the black vote. We need a black plan, period. I'm not sitting with you. We're not sitting down. We're not having a conversation. We're not going to vibe. And you don't know the vibes. We're not about to rock. I'm not Lil Wayne. I'm not putting on a fucking sweater vest or whatever the fuck that nigga wore up there with the natty ass braids. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I can't think of the name. Is it like Fannie Mae, Fannie Lou? It was certain. So we need to vote. In, so if that was going to happen, we would be voting in blocks. Yeah. And then like, yo, the CBC, this is the voting block that we're voting. So if you're down with us, here go your ticket, and this is how you should vote. And once you can prove that you're going to get so many people down there, now they got to listen to you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if y'all realize this, but a lot of people – they, this happened in 2016. For my, yeah. in my, this is my opinion, right? In 2016, it was coming off Brock, and we had Hillary Clinton there. Yeah, people didn't like the option that they they didn't like the Democratic option. Yep, and less people showed out to vote, um, yeah. and she lost, and then we was rewarded with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So this time around, you should you should have listened. Like, yo, we put out a candidate that the people didn't fuck with. Yeah, and black people didn't fuck with yep. as a whole. So four, four years later, we got to get a, a, a better candidate. And I think we gambling right now because we don't, we, it's not a clear victory for Biden. No, it's not. And um, we don't want another four years of Trump. You know you, what I'm saying? You know what I respect about the Republican party in the primaries. Everybody has their guy, right? Same way as the Democrats do. We all got our person. This is who we want to win. Um, a lot of them didn't want Trump. A lot of the current senators um, who ran in the last primary in 2016 against Trump, who wound up losing to Trump in the primaries, hated that nigga. They called him, dog, you're dumb, you're an imbecile. Like, niggas hated Trump. But when he won the primaries and became the candidate, you know what everybody the, got behind him. You know what the saying is, Democrats fall in love, Republicans fall in line. Like, you, we, we, you, you got to love your candidate. And Fair. they love him so much that yeah. Democrats fall in love, Republicans fall in line. Like, we got to fall in line. We got to pick, select one. and Now, granted, I know a lot of Republicans personally who, after four years of Trump, have now switched sides and say, you know what, I can't personally deal with another four years of this nigga. Right. Um, and one of them explained to me, an older white gentleman I know who's very rich, who said straight up, mm, I didn't really see the tax benefits that i thought i might see under this nigga and see so that's what i mentioned earlier like you never know what someone interest is mm -hmm. like so if you 60 year old white male mm -hmm. um all this black Lives matter shit don't really impact me in real life because that's not what i deal with on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. that's not my number one concern yep. just as me as a 38 year old black male what's going on in the asian community is not my top priority yeah. what's going on in the white community is not my top priority what my top priority and concern is what's going on in the black community Facts. and i can't expect someone else outside of my demographic to have the same interests as me and expect them to vote like i vote because we have two different interests yeah right so if we got 
a black man who say, yo, I'm not down with being taxed 62 percent. Yeah. So I'm not going to vote for Biden because if he, he going to tax anybody over four hundred thousand dollars, 62 percent. And I make over four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I can't be mad if you vote a different way yeah. because you got a different interest. Yeah. Like 62%? Yeah. That's a that's a different conversation. That's a different interest and I can't judge somebody because they have a different interest in me because now I'm putting my values and what I hold true over someone else's mm-hmm. and I just can't do that. Um I'm on re- I'm going to respect your vote whether I want to whether that's going to be my vote is something totally yeah. different. And that's my again. This is a guy I used to um used to work for, um and still in touch with. And he explained he was like, sure there were some like some highs during these four years, but he was like it wasn't beneficial enough for that I have that to deal with shit. the rest of all that shit. Make it make sense. Yeah, and that's what he's like, dog. First time around, that wasn't this guy. What what was um uh Mitch uh Mitt Romney? Yeah. That was his guy in 2016. Mitt didn't win. Okay, Trump's up. Like you said, he fell in line like the Republicans do. He did what he did. And the nigga said, yo, I did my part. I didn't get a return on my investment. My ROI wasn't there. A lot of people. It wasn't there. Us, yeah. black folks, because we we attached um, the civil rights movement to voting. Yeah. Um, we have an emotional attachment mm-hmm. to voting. They got a financial, does it make sense for yeah. me, attachment to voting. And they're just two different interests. And, and that's what. When it comes to, again, going back to primaries, we need to start discussing not necessarily the financial end of does it make sense, but the overall does this candidate make sense? And I feel like if we all thought about what makes sense instead of who's realistically going to win these primaries and get the election. Um, if we believe that the the people have the power and yeah. people vote, anybody can win. If We'd you vote get for behind a candidate that's more universally accepted than and, and granted. There are still, like, for instance, back during the primaries, one thing that I don't give a fuck who was on that stage. I might have liked Andrew Yang. I might have liked Bernie. But Kamala out-debated all of them niggas. All of them. She was eating their ass up in them debates. I couldn't wait for her in the vice presidential uh, candidacy to get up there and debate with Mitch, whatever, that nigga, uh, Pence. I was cool with her debates. You know what I'm saying? I much more enjoy her while she was grilling Brett Kavanaugh for mm, his seat. Yep, yep. All, all, when she was oh doing, man, tore his was ass on her, up. Her senator shit. Yeah. When she was going against um Comey, the yep, FBI director, yep. against the tore Apple shit, his like, ass up. Like that's really what made me think. Yo, I like her mind. She, yeah. She and she had the authority. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like she in her senator bag, and like I can see. And the that's when I stopped listening to the oh man when she was the DA or the assistant nah. DA fam. But that's not what this job is. Yeah. And that's, you got to be able to break from that, dog. VP of the United States and assistant DA, now that's, a, that's not the same job, my so nigga. That's, a, that's, a, that's an excellent fucking point. Dog. Because when I was performing as fucking the paint maker at Sears, yeah. in the Sears paint department, is a totally different position and the job than me being a sales manager in Comcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I work in two... At the time, I was working in two different capacities. Yeah, yeah I do different shit. 100%. You're going to get different, like, it's, it's a different job that requires different skills and yep. a different set. Fam, when I was a mortgage broker at Quicken Loans, and I made a lot of fucking money in a short amount of time, my job was to convince you that the housing market in Michigan and all the other states that I had a broker's license in 
was great. Now that I don't do that, nigga, I remember the day after I quit. No lie. I quit on a Wednesday. I went to the movie theater on a Thursday afternoon, and I sat next to a white dude. Whatever the fuck. I can't remember the name of this movie. Yeah, Steve Carell. It was about the housing crisis in 08. I'm going to think of the name of it later, but... I'm sitting down next to this white the dude. The big something? The, the yes, big short. The big short. I'm sitting next to this white dude in the movie theater. I was pissed because he sat right next to me, and it's like an 11 a.m. movie on a Thursday. But then me and this nigga talked the whole movie about the housing. And nigga, for the first time in, I worked at Quicken for like almost a year. For the first time since I had worked there, I had a real conversation about how I felt about the housing market currently. And boy, me and that nigga was just going back and forth. And I'm like, dog, when I worked there, my job was to make this shit seem like it was beneficial to you. Fam. Now that I don't, I can give you how I really feel, dog. Kamala did her fucking job. Fam, I didn't worked in a lot of different industries. Facts, same. I didn't sold. Yup. I've been responsible for people selling. Yep. I've been responsible for people keeping. Yep. I've been responsible for people collecting. Yep. And in each of those roles, it's a different spirit that you yep. say. Fam, <laughs> I've worked in going into industries, dog. I've worked in politics, marketing, sales, uh, housing, uh, mortgages, fucking. Adver- I currently work in advertising, work in HR, work in nigga, legal. I've been all around the shit. It's all requiring you to be a different version of you. That's it. So when you come in, whatever you did over there and whatever you doing over here is not going to be the same, dog. You might need to apply some of the like and basic a, skills. And a, and, a, and a great representation of that is the man that you got in office right now. Fam. Y'all thought, oh, he's he is a businessman. He's a politician. Man. He's a businessman. He's going to get in there and he's going to make the country money and everything. Fam, it didn't, it didn't transfer. Here's the thing, dog. The it people who he's potentially made money and going to continue to make money for unfortunately are never the people that we're talking to. And guess what? The people that he made money for are going to be the exact same people. When Biden gets elected, that Biden yep. going to make money for yep. them. People is going to be, they're going to make no money regardless. What. If them people ain't making money, it's going to be bigger problems in this country. Um, because it's when they aren't making money that this country really starts to go to shit. The Vegas odds got Trump losing. Yeah. So I just saw Trump won uh, South Carolina. They called it. So that was a big, I mean, it's a, it's, just, it's South Carolina. Uh, listen, if we're gonna keep it hundred, we can get off this shit now. We're an hour and five minutes in. I um, love it, dog. Shout but out listen, to us. Uh, yo, niggas don't count votes that quick. Polls just close. It's nine o'clock now. Polls closed one hour ago. How the fuck did you call anything, man? Everything not vote. Hey, come on, fam. Yeah. In in California, in the West Coast, nigga, polls still open for another two hours or three hours. Hey, man. So listen, fam. We be watch. We be looking at the at, at the television on CNN at ten o'clock. Like, yo, we we calling it. This person won the presidency. How? Yeah. Polls just closed an hour or two. Like, it's impossible. It's nuts, dog. Um, again. Hope y'all voted. By the time y'all hear this, hope y'all voted for how your heart led you to vote i don't want you being guided by stupid shit on socials and by uh fucking fake ass weird ass memes yo real quick and then we get off it my heart uh led me to vote for a black woman i'll just say that you know you can guess which black woman that was because it was two of them on the ballot shout out to our (laughs) female audience they here hey man um 
good luck to y'all, man. Stay safe. I hope that everybody, uh, no matter what happens tonight or tomorrow or in the coming days and weeks, I hope that everybody uh, just continues to move correctly. Govern yourself, most importantly. Accordingly. Govern yourself <laughs> accordingly, man. And, um, and, yo, whatever happens, no matter who gets put in this office, dog, just stay real and keep fucking with the culture, man. I'm going to stay strapped up. Facts. You know that. Continue to exercise your fucking Second Amendment rights. Yo, real quick, you doing that just made me think of this shit because I meant to ask you last week. Why the fuck did they announce GZ and TI 10 weeks in advance, nigga? This shit comes on before the week before Thanksgiving, bro. I, I don't know, but I'm glad they did because typically um, I'll get like a week, a week and a half, and I can't like close the studio off in time mm. to like to really prepare yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be oh, always. Oh, shit. So. Should we do a. A watch party? Private invite? Yeah, I don't think all y'all could just pull up, nigga, but could do like six people in the stool. Watch this shit on the screen, nigga. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, if we do a watch party and you don't get an invite, guess what? You not invited. All right. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> if, you don't get invi- if you don't get an invite, we never had it. Oh, talk about it till you see that video on the gram. <laughs> Um, all right, man, let's get into this boomerang. Dog. Actually, before we get into boomerang, yo, first of all, shout out to the homie Rob Silva. We got a voice note that I want to throw right. out there real man, quick. Yo, man. You know what? We about to, we about to do this. I'm about to start paying Rob, dog. Uh, <laughs> get it. I'm going to shoot my nigga $5 every time he send one, bro. Hey, yo, um, we got a Black Bear letter this week. I got something that I want to read off, uh, off the instagram facebook i don't remember where i seen it but okay. i thought it was interesting if we did i was gonna do the crack no 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 we're gonna we're gonna crack that right. can before uh before we read that but first let's get into my homie rob man see what the dog is talking about what's up fellas i wanted to ask you good brothers your opinions on two shows that i hold in high regard that is godfather of harlem yes. and american soul the acting in the and writing and music on both these shows are phenomenal. Um, just uh, Cinque Walls and Forrest Whitaker, tremendous leads. I couldn't see anybody else playing Don Cornelius and or Bumpy Johnson. Wanted to get your guys' opinion. Um, hold your heads up. Keep up the good work. Got my fingers crossed that you brothers are going to have a bigger and better platform coming up. Because we need more voices like you. Our people need more voices like Jay Johnson and Anthony Wood. Good day, brothers. Talk to you soon. Hey, man. If I don't like hearing from nobody else, I like hearing from Rob Silver, man. Man, I'll be in New York next week. I'm going to have to holler at Rob. Hey, oh, pull up on the guy, dog. I damn near want to get a flight now. Shit, I might be in Harlem, too. Oh, my God. Godfather of Harlem. (laughs) You feel me? Uh. So, Rob, on that, man, uh, first part of your question, what do we think about Godfather of Harlem? I thought season one was amazing. I thought it was excellent. It made me want to see a Malcolm X series. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shout out to the brother that played Malcolm X, y'all, because he embodied Malcolm more. I'm going to say it more than Denzel. More than. And granted, we saw it over, you know, what was it? Ten episodes. So it's ten hours of it where Denzel, we got two and a half. But. Jesus, he did great, man. And um, Forrest Whitaker was phenomenal, dog. Forrest Whitaker, uh, Bumpy Johnson's wife, the actress that plays her, she was phenomenal. I follow her on the gram. Uh, it's just a great series, man. Season two was supposed to come back in 2021. Um, initially, it was supposed to come back this year. I had read December, but we know how that goes. So keep an eye out on it. But no, Godfather of Harlem was amazing, dog. How would you feel if COVID ended next week? Oh, man. Right after the election. 
Oh man, that'll be funny as fuck. Watch the numbers go down. That'll be funny as fuck. I'm just throwing it out there. How would you feel if? But I'd be happy the TV shows come back. So you remember Trump said a few weeks ago, um, "Yo, I ain't giving out no stimmies till after the election, right?" What if that nigga lose and be like, "Yeah, I ain't giving out no stimmies, nigga." Or if that nigga lose, like, "Fuck this country, y'all can have all this." Y'all niggas getting sixty two thousand each. Well, that nigga gets he. What if he is so pissed off that all this great white folks didn't vote him in? He gave all the money to black folks. Oh my god! (laughs) He was like, "Fuck it, y'all failed me." He gonna do some shit that make niggas be like. Damn, we should have voted for that nigga, dog. Because that's how simple-minded niggas are, dog. Like releasing Kwame. <laughs> oh my god! I, I just, I just knew Kwame was coming home yesterday. Dog, that's how it was reported. They keep doing it, though. yo. They find a new way to trick black people into believing Kwame coming home, dog. Yeah, dog. especially like Candyman, 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 Kwame man, Kwame man, Kwame man. Across <laughs> name of the episode, right there, right there, nigga. <laughs> I swear to God, hey, I'm about to say that, yo. <laughs> Kwame man. Yo. Uh, <laughs> Free yo. my nigga Kwame, dog. But dog, here's here's where they get niggas. Like people across the country might like be like, yeah, Kwame getting out. Da, da. But if you from Detroit and you think that Kwame's getting out, dog, we really think it, or we just don't man, get involved, that dog. Meme um uh, of Obama and they be like, I uh First black president and did this. Yeah. I gave you health care yeah. and I brought you niggas donuts. Like, and he like putting, <laughs> I could just picture Trump yeah. like, yo, I let off, I let out Southwest tea. Hey. I brought home uh, wine and I gave you niggas Kwame. <laughs> like, it's the yeah. trifecta. Like, Somebody <laughs> put up a meme yesterday like, yo, if Trump want to win tomorrow, all he got to do is stand on a platform right now and announce that Big Meech will be coming home. Fam. And I promise you the black vote will be secured. He'll win. He'll win Michigan. He'd have won Michigan and Georgia. Easy. <laughs> and St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and Florida. <It's> like, no. <laughs> well, he already got the black like, counties dog, in Florida. He like. really would have fucking took it. But that's it's wild that we get swayed by shit like that, dog. Like, or you get swayed by people who actually give you things yeah. Yeah. that are tangible. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's it's wild too, cause um, like back to the stimmies and shit. I I just had this got twelve hundred dollars. Niggas got twelve hundred dollars <laughs> to survive a global pandemic. But you know why? You know that's why people didn't go out. I mean, people went out because like people would have stayed in the house Man. and everything if you would have gave them money. Man. Cause like okay, me being out of work is not that bad. I'll stay in the house Man. and keep everybody safe. Cause you'll break me off Man. the money like all the other countries did. Yep. But no. And here's the thing, man. That's You got to love America, dog. So, because when I had this convo yesterday about niggas got $1,200 to survive a global pandemic seven months ago, um, my homegirl said, well, you know, so many people got um, the unemployment stipends and da-da-da. They was getting the extra 600 and the extra 500 depending on the state you lived in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, fam, you do realize that. Yeah, that I make more than $15 an hour. So that's not, it's going to be an L yeah, for me. Yeah, off you top, <laughs> you didn't necessarily qualify if you lost your job or if your hours were reduced my hours were reduced i tried to file nigga i'm like yo i'll take the extra 600 i literally got an email saying fuck off nigga you make too much money and i was like damn nigga even at i was reduced to 50 percent of my salary my shit got chopped in half they didn't care 
because I still made too much. Okay, so now I'm just expected to survive on this 50%, and that's what life was. But a good majority of people did get the 1200 Some people who made a little bit too much money got a portion of the 1200 You might have got a nine. You might have got a stack. You might have got a little around seven, 800 But some, not everybody in this country got money. That's my wildest like issue with America is that in a pandemic you needed you know to qualify. You, you know what you could have did though. What he like, and this is not just on Trump. Yeah, yeah. right. Because like states, this is the entire government. The, like, yep, we could have just put a pause on everything. Man, like Man. no one, no one. You don't everything that you owe before March thirteenth, yep. you yep. still owe now. Yep, we just put a pause on everything. Yep. Your interest rate, your credit card payment, your everything because y'all not in. Like we just put a pause and everybody stays in. I'm gonna give you X I'm gonna give yep. you twelve I'm gonna give you the Yang thousand dollars a month. Yep. Plus whatever your unemployment, everything pauses. Yeah. And then once this shit is the closest clear, everything resumes. Everything picks back up. No interest, no nothing. But everything you know resumes. what's wild? Um a few people I know, again, nameless. I never knew we, we never snitching on this podcast, but a few people I know thought just thought automatically that their student loans were forgiven for them few months. They didn't realize that only federal student loans were promised to be forgiven. Non-federal loans, you had to go and talk to your lender directly and ask them if you could fucking get a, a forgiveness period or, or waive them for a few months or whatever. So a few people I know ended up going further into debt and a couple went into collections because they thought my loans is waived for the next three months. <laughs> but I'm like, even that, right? Like, so the Fed said, yo, if you have a federal student loan or a federal home loan, any of these types of loans, if you own a home or whatever, you can go up to three months without paying that bill, right? So at minimum, shouldn't they have given us that $1,200 for three months? At minimum. If y'all said you cannot pay bills for three months, Pay us for three months. It's just so wild how this shit got ha- handled. But all that, and this nigga gave y'all $1,200 six months ago. That's nuts, nigga. Like, yo, survive this. Let me know if you make it. Fam, I may or may not have spent $1,200 today. Like, oh, I, I, I spent that on blinds. Nigga, <laughs> like, that's, fam, as we've been sitting here, I've been ordering more clippers and uh, hairliners and blades. Have like, more blinds for a whole house? Nigga. Uh, no, I've knew? done it for the back door. I've never done a whole house worth of blinds. But I could see how that adds up. Because it's a lot of windows in your crib. Hey, yo. And when you start looking at windows. And blinds, uh, not them cheap ones, um, yeah. cost a lot of money. Hey, and uh, now that... Everything's handled and signed, sealed, and delivered. Y'all give it up for my dog, my co-host, my brother, man. Jay just bought his fucking crib, man. Oh man, good looking up. Let's man. go, dog. It, man. Let's go. Find, if I can find some. Let's go. Yeah. My nigga just bought his fucking house, man. Home on- <laughs> You know it's wild, dog. <laughs> I was <laughs> I hate being like cynical about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we was Story having a, my life. we was having a home ownership convo the other day and I was like Yo, but what if you don't pay your taxes and you pay that bitch off early and they take it? Like you never. Like, so, <laughs> you don't own shit. So like if for a long time, yeah. uh, I was against buying a house. Yeah. Right. Now this pandemic shit happened. Yeah. And it presented it like makes the sense. perfect opportunity. The opportunity happened, yep. And I was like, yo, I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and do this shit. Yeah. But like, because like you don't never actually like own it 
Yeah. Unless you owned your house before like 1960 something, mm-hmm. where you like you own it and you own it outright. And you own the land and all that. Yeah. yeah. But if you resold it after that, that went away. Yep. So y'all yep. never should have sold Big Mom House, but y- y'all did. But like, you mean to tell me I can pay for a house for 30 fucking years? And yeah. then once that shit is up, well, you'd be like, Hey, yo, if you don't give me this tax money, I'm taking this house. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> if you don't give me this $2,000 a year, I'm taking your house. The house that I paid for for 30 fucking years? Yes, now I just took it from you, That dog. I paid an extra $64,000 for after interest? Like, dog, it's really, America is wild as fuck. Like, wow. you you don't own shit ever, wow. nigga. Um, Lifetime lease. Oh, uh, on the other show real quick, because Rob Silver brought it up. Um... What was uh, the other show? Uh, the joint about Don Cornelius, Soul Train, that Never comes on BET. It. So what's funny, a lot of people told me this is a good-ass show. Never watched it. I haven't watched it. American Soul is the name of the show. Okay. A lot of people told me to watch it. I didn't because I don't like when people... Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just, Can we keep it real with the audience for a minute, dog? I love when y'all suggest shit. But don't tell me if it's don't, good or bad. T- no, not even that. Don't suggest... Hey, man, it's a good show. I think you should check it out. I like that. I like how Rob asked us, you know, what our thoughts were instead of assuming we watched it. Suggest shit. I don't like when people tell me, nigga, you got to watch. No, I don't, bro. No, I don't. I literally have all the cable channels. I'll watch every one but the one that the show you telling me to watch comes on. Nigga, don't tell me what to do. Um, But a few people told me the show was good and said that I got to watch it. And because they came at me left. I didn't watch it just because I was like, and I also can't watch Dog because he's still Sean from Power. Yeah, I think that maybe that's the reason. that might be why I really didn't get into it. And BET shows look a little dingy. They they do, they but really you know what? Dark. If a few people, specifically the homie Rob, came in on the back end and said, you know what, y'all fellas should check this out, I give it a shot because again, right now we looking at a lot of you just don't know what content you gonna get. Um, all right, man. Let's get into this Blackberry letter so we can get into this boomerang, dog. We damn near could hold off on boomerang, nigga. Wow, <laughs> hour and 20 minutes in. We shit. getting there, nigga. All right, y'all know what it is when y'all hear that can crack. I didn't even wait till the damn thing. My nigga Jay crack cracked that can and I don't have nothing that rhyme with it. <laughs> All right, man. That mean your man back. Y'all know what it is. Um, This week's Blackberry letter is brought to you by Corona Premier. And that's all I'm going to say, stay not paying us. But that's what we drinking up here today. So I saw this on Facebook, and I wasn't really interested in the question until I start reading some of the comments. So it said, fellas, can your homeboy come to, come to your house to sit and wait for you with your lady or wife there until you get home? So you not home yet. Can your boy come over while your lady there and wait for you until you get home? Now, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, yeah, nigga, why wouldn't I let my mans wait there with my wife? Dog, I got in them comments. Niggas um, was going nuts. So, uh, peep this. A lot um, of y'all boyfriends controlling, by the way. I saw them in the comments. So, peep this. This is a this is just a me thing. Uh, my comfortability level. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, if I come to your house, and you not there, and your wife or your girl's there, um, I'm leaving. And, or I'm staying in the car. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going in there. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it. And it don't really matter who you are. Yeah. Like Dan, his wife. Mm-hmm. Like that's fam. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm out. I'm yeah. sorry. And like, and here's the thing. I'm like you. I personally, me and I wait in the car. 
I'll wait in the car. Your girl might invite me in and say, oh, he'll be here in a minute. I'll wait in the car a minute. Yeah. I'll be, because here's the thing. I'm going to come yeah. in and kick it with you in a minute. Low, low key, um, if I'm going, if I'm meeting somebody somewhere, fam, I'm, I'm walking in with you. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I may know some of these folks, yeah. but, like, these not my. Like, and also, normally, if I'm hitting my man up and I'm finna come to his house, if he not home, I know he not home. So if I pull up, I'm probably not even going to the door till he pull up. Facts. I'm just going to park. I'm going to just pull up, park, and wait. And if his girl call him and say, yo, I think, and outside, and then he call me and say, hey, nigga, you outside? Yeah, bro, I'm just waiting on you to get here. Oh, you know uh, Cheryl in there. Oh, nigga, I'm just okay, I'm, about to, I'm about to run to the store. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, no, nah, nigga, I'm on the phone anyway. Nigga, I'll be here when you get here. Anything. I'm not going in the crib, but that's me. I don't know why I'm this way, sort of, but, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. But here's the flip side of that. If my boy came over and I wasn't there and my girl was and he wanted to wait inside. So time out. So you just walk into the crib, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> you walk into the crib. You walk into your, to your house and your or your, your, your lady house or some shit, whatever. Yeah. And like your homeboy there. <laughs> like you didn't know he was going to be there. <laughs> he came over there waiting for you and shit. <laughs> right, but you're <laughs> You didn't know he was coming over there and shit. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. It's totally okay. Nothing happened, no strange shit. But if you just walked in and you see your man's like in the crib with your lady, what you gonna think? <laughs> like off real. Like what's the first thing you think? No, nah, here's here's where we start getting into <laughs> violations, right? Cause you have to tell me you're gonna be at my house off top. <laughs> at no point should you ever be at my crib. And I didn't know you was at my crib, nigga. It ain't a surprise when it's just you and her. <laughs> and this wasn't like a surprise birthday party, nigga. Surprise, surprise motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, I don't know if I ever told you, but you remember a few months ago when I told you uh, I'd start watching Dexter finally? Yeah, nigga, oh. I never realized that's what that was from, dog. Because I, I had only seen the clip on the gram. Dog, when surprise, that nigga, fam, the whole scene leading up to him saying that, I said, yo, this is the scene. This is the part. Like, it was like 10 minutes before he did it. I just start seeing docs and shit. I'm like, yo, wait, wait. This. Uh, oh, man. Y'all had to watch Dexter to understand how excited it was. You ever finish it? Uh, I am on, how many seasons was it? Eight, I think. Maybe. I think I'm on like six and a half. You, I left my girl. My girl stopped. I kind of. You know they coming back. Yeah, I read that. Like four episode arc or some shit like that. And I'm going to get in trouble because I just realized that I never told my girl I left her. But she stopped. My, she stopped. Like if a season, if a show go yeah, past, this, this like show, this show been off the air for ten years, fam. Like, and on. that's the thing, no dog. Here's the thing. She has my Netflix, so I've been worried about her seeing that I was on like six and a half, seven. Man, there's but, so many people who got my Netflix shit, dog. I don't be knowing who watching what, but they be fucking on my shit. Sometimes. So I finally created other profiles for people and put their names on there. Cause stop going to my shit. So listen. um one of my exes had a, a, a profile on my on my shit, <laughs> and I never changed it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. why? Um, I just didn't care. Yeah. And then one day it was changed, and she texted me like, "Oh, you must." <laughs> and I didn't I didn't understand the text, <laughs> and it took me like so. One day I I logged into um my Netflix. I'm like, I wonder. I'm like. Oh shit! That's what she was talking about. Like somebody went and changed the name. I'm like, oh okay. Mm, I don't like that. Don't do that. <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, real quick, um, they did two things. First, they got rid of the 30 day free trial 
for U.S. subscribers only. So niggas and, ain't got Netflix. It's few people who don't. I, and if you wanted a thirty day trial, nigga, you can't get it no more. It's over if, for that. I want, if, so, if somebody told me how much I've paid for Netflix over the last ten years, I'd probably be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like it's probably it's it's thousands of dollars by now, right? Well, exactly. it's gonna be thousands and more because they not, also up the price. Not thousands, what? They up the price. So now that uh fourteen ninety nine we've been paying, it's now sixteen ninety nine. Well, I, I use the four K um Ultra H D version. So my shit is like already it was so like, yours is already 16 yeah i think yours would then be like 18.99 was the the other price so i'm i, I like netflix yeah not 20 dollars a month Netflix. Yeah. like can I, let me netflix look on their only fans <laughs> like i don't i don't my laptop right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right netflix quick. on some only fan shit they want the monthlies dog um so yeah if you got netflix and you notice that and it went into effect like immediately so this month november you will be charged for the highest version of their new pricing model. So, hope y'all niggas got it. All right, man. We, we logged in here. <laughs> What's your uh, shit looking like? You going to that account? I got the premium Ultra HD. You feel me? Got you. Rich nigga shit. Uh, for you brokies. Okay. So, it, it still say fifteen ninety nine for right now. Okay. It's uh, definitely going to be 16 then. Because premium accounts are 16 Cause that's what mine is. So when you get charged, it's gonna be sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, they. I mean, they can get an extra dollar. You feel? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Um, but I mine mean, going up two dollars. I don't know how I feel. Is that two dollars? That's I mean, two Arizonas. I, I, can't, I can't be out here with standard HD. You feel this me? This is also true. <laughs> you know, real nigga <laughs> I need, shit. I need the ultra HD. Rich nigga shit for you brokies. Um. Alright dog Niggas out here Watching two screens Of Netflix (laughs) 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 Oh man Y'all be so poor dog I still don't got No rich nigga Hulu though (laughs) But Fam When them Hulu commercials Come up I don't even get mad No more (laughs) Nigga I'm I'm never paying for this I'm on episode episode 92 of Dragon Ball Z Nigga right. Uh, it's it's only like a hundred, okay. I've been watching, oh, I've been watching commercials, okay. Oh shit! I bought some furniture from a commercial. <laughs> Loves furniture. It's advertising hard as fuck on uh on, on Dragon Ball Z, and I never heard of Loves before. And I looked up, and <laughs> nigga, it's a store everywhere. The fucked up part is. When I start watching the game first three seasons on Netflix and then I wanted to continue because I got back into it and I had to jump to Hulu for the remaining seasons. Nigga, that first fucking like season four, I was like, dog, these commercials are irritating as fuck. By the time I got season five, nigga, I was like, I don't even care, nigga. Hulu, sometimes they'd be like, yo, you can choose your uh, some choose your adventure shit. You can watch this ad um, or and have um only this, and you can just watch it all the way through, or mm-hmm. you can just use your regular commercial experience. I'm like, nigga, watch this fucking ad. Like, easily, nigga. I'm never not watching the ad for the bread. Last time we recorded the pod, I said I was like on episode 40. <laughs> on episode 92. <laughs> My nigga jetted through a quick 50 of them boys in a week. Um, Back to that question, though, dog. <laughs> all my niggas. Don't never go over my crib, girl. There, <laughs> but if y'all are like, I trust my niggas, man. Like, I I don't, and I trust my girl. I don't think they in there wilding, but I would think that I would at least know my niggas is there. Like, I I can't imagine a situation where my nigga is at my girl crib or at my crib, fam. And I are nobody we, texts. Are me. we or are we not about to review Boomerang? 
Oh man, that's a fucking segue <laughs> for that ass, dog. Because this situation presented itself in Boomerang. Oh not? man, I mean, yo, let's get into it, dog. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody who stuck around through that political convo for this Boomerang review because this is also about to be a good ass review. I got some um, timestamps for you niggas. So hey, there we go. Good shit. I thought about doing timestamps, but I just I don't care about the people. Um, but. That said, man, uh, this week in culture, we do a throwback review on Boomerang, the 1992 hit film, the best rom-com ever made, Ant's Opinion, Fuck Yours, and Dog, I thoroughly enjoy watching this movie. Granted, you can ask my girl, because I just was at her crib doing this shit earlier, nigga, I didn't really need to rewatch the movie to know what happened in the movie. But I rewatched it just for the sake of like the flow of conversation and shit and kind of going through the review. Boomerang was a good ass movie, dog. It just was, man. Like it was came out in 92. So it's easy for me to say it was ahead of its time. But I enjoyed it then. Like it's not like, yo, as an adult, I get it more like nah, I kind of got it when I was a kid. The shit was great, bro. Man, I just shot you a clip. Mm-hmm. Um, just got it. Eddie Murphy in 1992 um, explaining about the backlash he got. Um, for making Boomerang. I want to play, I want you to play that. Let's play this real quick. Do, do, do. What did my dumbass do? Wait a minute. Oh. All right, here we go. Potentially. Uh, uh, don't you think? Uh, I hope so. No, no, but I mean, I, I mean in the that sense that... That don't make that... you feel no better, you know, when you got a foot in your ass. No, no. no. <laughs> At least I'm making a change. No, no, but by that I mean, by that I mean, you know, people say, people have been saying, oh, all the movies now, it's cars going through plate grass windows and everything's about crack deals. Okay, so. No, and I, I admire the fact this is a film about some uh, rich people. I guess you all, you're a rich guy in the show. Runs an advertising agency, right? He, he or he's head of the advertising agency. Yeah, he's, a, he's a marketing executive. Right. I mean, no you guns, no thing, The coolest thing about, uh, about Boomerang and and the most political thing about Boomerang is that it's a movie with all black cast and it has nothing to do with being black or nothing. It's just people. No, you see, you see, that's my point. I don't to me any good movie when you become the person in the movie, like I'm sitting out I went to see League of uh, League of Their Own. And I'm sitting there going, Oh, I'm Gina Davis. I'm the one throwing the ball. Because you put yourself in, in the now, see I would think you would say, Oh, I'm Tom Hanks, not Gina Davis. <laughs> oh, no, well, well, you know, I guess you don't know me that well, but you know, like I'm reading this thing, I'm reading this through from, this is from the LA Times, this review, it says, it says, the most intriguing aspect of Boomerang turns out, not its story, but its racial composition. It says, uh, this takes pains to create a reverse world from which white people are invisible. Now, oh yeah, this cat in the LA Times is tripping because there was, uh, there were no, uh, well, there are white people in the movie, but there were no, like, uh, you know, like lead, white leads in it, and you take a picture like Boys in the Hood. No one tripped about that because it was, you know, a movie that dealt with like a, a violent thing, but right. regular thing, and it was business. So we're the white people. Who's running that office? You know, that kind of, you know that's all. That's all. So, first of all, salute to Eddie. Salute to Jay Leno in that clip. <laughs> Jay Leno was mad uncomfortable having that yeah, conversation. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. You could tell. Because back then, that conversation wasn't being had. 92? But you also couldn't not have it if Eddie was the one on your platform having it. Because, nigga, I'm the most famous person in the world at that moment. Only other person more famous than Eddie at that moment was Mike. Arsenio. Yeah. Because he got the Arsenio Hall Yeah, show. yeah. But like, he was at all Eddie Fields. That, Eddie <laughs> was larger than life yeah, back sure. then, dog. Like, you couldn't. 
stop this nigga from having that combo if he wanted to have it. But what's funny about that, um, one of the additional notes that I took when I was um, doing my research on a film, <clears throat> it was exactly talking about that, that this was the most expensive movie with an all black cast and all black film crew. Um, at the time it had a 40 million or just over $40 million budget. That was unheard of for black films. You know, I was thinking about when I was watching this, hmm. I was thinking like, fam, <clears throat> I could probably reshoot this whole fucking movie. Yeah. With the cameras that I got now. Yeah. I mean, and make it look pretty Great. good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Was it like I, I want to reshoot some scenes, maybe not a whole movie, yeah. but redo some scenes just to get in my cinematography. Bag. What's funny, the lighting and the makeup was so bad in so some scenes. Like it was like very prevalent in some scenes. Um, Eddie Murphy's make. Well, first of all, the lighting as soon as the movie comes on, terrible. It was horrible. Um, Eddie Murphy's makeup in the final scene with Halle Berry, where he's at her office at the end. Horrible. My nigga was caked up with the makeup. He looked like Vampire in Brooklyn was starting. Um, and then it's the scene with Robin Givens. I can't remember the exact scene, but it was just like, it was off, dog. And you could tell, like, it's just 1992, nigga. Like, if you reshot that clearly, oh, man, these motherfuckers would look beautiful, dog. But as mentioned, um, Boomerang, for those who haven't seen it, or those who maybe need a memory jog, um, it's about an ad and marketing executive, Marcus Graham, played by Eddie Murphy, who essentially meets his match. Um, he's a womanizer, and he gets a taste of his own medicine after he meets Jacqueline Breuer, played by Robin Givens, who's similarly cavalier about dating, and once they get involved sexually, she treats Marcus exactly how he's treating women his whole life. Um, has Robin Givens ever played a likable character? Funny you should ask that. Maybe she did pre-Mike Tyson, but post-Mike Tyson, the studio was nervous about Robin Givens being cast as Jacqueline. At the time, she had been labeled a cold-hearted gold digger by the media and the general public because of her marriage to Mike Tyson. The director, Reggie Hudlin, Felt like her public image. Reggie Hudlin did this? Reggie Hudlin. Also director and creator of House Party. If y'all didn't know, that's how Martin and Tisha Campbell and some of the other people involved in this got brought back in. Um, the director, Reggie Hudlin, felt like because her public image was so bad, it made her the perfect person for the part because she'd be seen as cold and controlling to Marcus. That's exactly why he picked her. But they didn't want to go for that. Um, another funny note. A million women tried out for the part of Jacqueline Breuer, uh, which ultimately Robin Givens got. Only one person tried out for Angela. It was Halle Berry. <laughs> She's the only person who tried out. And because she was the only one who tried out or auditioned, they gave her the part immediately. She got it on the spot after she did her uh, her little read. Why would anybody want to be Angela? Everybody wanted to be Jacqueline. But... <laughs> There was gonna be the love interest and in, like, did you read the script? Like, I don't think they did. Like, it's the love interest of Michael. I mean, Michael Jackson. Uh, okay, Eddie Murphy. Something else I found out um, that I thought was super dope. So all of John Witherspoon's scenes were added after they wrapped the film, and he he freestyled that whole shit. Eddie Murphy demanded that Witherspoon be added to the film, and that all of his scenes be added rather. Um, and. John and those, those were his real, his real clothes Yeah he dressed himself And he, he still has those clothes He dressed well, himself He did before he passed The only part he didn't improvise completely Was the bang 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 
That was his shit. Mm-hmm. But Eddie wrote it in. <laughs> like, he wanted them to, like, get into it, the bang, bang, bang. And then later on, when them niggas filmed uh, Vampire in Brooklyn together and he did his bang, 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 Eddie specifically wrote that because of how funny it was in Boomerang. Thought that shit was interesting. Um, Hold up. I got a couple other little factoids before we get into the movie. Uh, we talked about Robin Givens. Um, Eartha Kitt initially didn't want to play Lady Eloise. She thought that it was a bit too raunchy and some of the lines were offensive. Hey, yo, I was looking back at that last night. Yeah. And, um, you know, hey, Lady Eloise was kind of slim. <laughs> Lady Eloise. She like she had a diaper on. Uh, uh, what was that little fit with the, yeah, I know, with the gold little bathing suit looking fit? I didn't I like that one the, piece. A little diaper on. Hey, she old, nigga. Sometimes she got to pee on herself. I've been trying to sleep my way to the top. Ain't nobody never presented me with that option, though. No, I've never been offered the opportunity to sleep I, my, my last to the top. boss. She was. I've only been. I've only reported to like one like fine boss. Yeah, I was like, she never gonna ask me. I've never reported. First of all, I've barely ever reported to women. Um, and the 99, women who yeah, ninety nine percent of my jobs I've been I've reported to black women. Yeah. Oh, I haven't reported to a black woman ever. Um. Well, no. Let me not lie. Uh, my previous job, my boss's boss was a black woman. So. I'm gonna give her that credit. I got a I got a male manager now, a black yeah. man. But other than that, I've had one other black male manager, uh, always black women. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you know how they be asking on Facebook, like, "Yo, when did you have your first black teacher or black male teacher?" Yeah, I never. I had my boss's boss. That's the only black. They have a white woman manager, manager I've ever had. Um, she used to fight a lot in the store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I see that was interesting? Um, director Reggie Hudlin took Marcus's obsession with women's feet based on his friend, who sounds like me. He wouldn't date women if he didn't like their back teeth. <laughs> and he was like, yo, that's a weird obsession. It's kind of fucking stupid. Let me switch that up a little bit. And that's what Marcus's little thing is going to be. Um, what else? Uh the scene in which Marcus decides that he wants to go back to Angela. Oh, so that final scene so that Re- Reggie Hudlin did Django, by the way. Yeah. Reggie Hudlin's out here. Like he'd been out here for a while. Um, that final scene with Angela where Marcus goes down to her job, that wasn't in the initial, like they were done. It wasn't a part of the initial script. Um, but they rewrote the script to add in the end. So the original script had it where Marcus didn't end up with either woman and the final scene of the movie was the scene with him, Gerard, and Tyler up on the roof with the pork chops. That was it. That's where the movie ended initially. I'm glad they fixed that. Yeah, we needed an end. We needed something to close it up a little bit more, and that scene didn't do it. But um, one of Reggie Hudlin's friends told him that, nah, dog, that ain't how this goes. Like, a guy like Marcus would really make a decision and, like, go after the woman he wants. Like, whether it's going to be Robin Givens or Halle Berry, like, he going to go, what a, what a choice. <laughs> What a fucking choice. Uh, it's not a choice at all. I mean, for me, it's uh, easy Halle Berry, but <laughs> yeah, no. Robin Givens was fine, though, dog. Robin Givens was fine. I was never a Robin I like Robin Givens, dog. She's always a little too skinny for me. She's definitely skinny, dog. That scene where she popped that trench coat open, I was like, you ain't have a titty. I'm like, yo, this not attractive. You ain't have you, a titty. She had a six-pack. You built like a 12-year-old boy. She built like old me. Back when I had a six-pack. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the movie, man. So... First of all, upon rewatching it as an adult, you know how folks always say shit hit different when you're older. What'd you think about the movie? Um, on a rewatch, was, I was cool. I was still in. I was entertained. Yeah. Um, 
it was uh I can tell it was 1992 mm-hmm. in the fact that um times are different and things that are were acceptable then yeah um are not acceptable now yep like fucking your boss like open, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying and like yeah. it was a whole bunch of stuff that was just going on and even I mean you know and, and we'll we'll get into the details in a little bit but like even after him and uh Jacqueline broke it off and then all of a sudden, everyone in the office knew they had been yeah, fucking. Yeah, like, like shit like that. That's a lawsuit I, I right now. Work environment, fam. Intimidation. Like I own everybody here. Like FYI, or shit. Before then, her trying to throw that nigga off on Strange. Like shit, Lady Eloise throwing a pussy at. T- it's so many points where it was like, Yo. yeah, nigga, I actually could have run the company if I wanted to because of all the uh, the little weird shit that happened. So when the film starts out, man, it, it shows. Marcus kind of in his element, right? He's walking into the office. You could clearly tell he's the man around that bitch. Um, you walking through there. Everybody's saying, what's up? First of all, everybody was in this movie. Everybody was in this movie, dog. Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, David Allen Greer, Halle Berry, Robin Givens, John Witherspoon, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock. Like, Eartha Kitt. Like, Flash from Five Heartbeats, nigga. Everybody Lila was Rashawn. in this shit. Yo, shout out to Leela Rashawn. Leela Rashawn so was probably the baddest motherfucker. I this was movie. so in love with her for a long. She time. was really fine. Like uh, a long. Shout time. out to Leela Rashawn, Layla Rashawn, however she pronounced it. We gonna pronounce it the way she do because we respect her. That was a bad motherfucker. Even when her feet was fucked up, I still was like, eh, "Do you really care that much, Eddie? Like you kind of wild for caring about her feet that much when she that fine, nigga? She was a bad mother. She was irritating in here though." Gold star for markets like bitch. Right. Give me all the gold stars. <laughs> Give me that when I'm asleep. I don't. I don't want that. We woke as hell. But you see Marcus walking through the office, and he clearly runs shit around there. He's the lead ad or marketing dude around there, and life is going great, dog. He links up with his boys Gerard and Tyler. They go to lunch, and while they at lunch, we start getting to know Marcus's way of thinking a little bit better. So they start having this conversation and they go, um, shit like that never happens to me, dog. And then Gerard was like, stuff like that don't happen to nobody except Marcus. They was talking about like some wild shit with a woman or whatever. And um, the nigga Marcus was like, Woo, Layla Rashawn a bad motherfucker, dog. Jay just pulled up the quick Google Im- Yo, Google image Layla Rashawn real quick and ignore the pics of her currently. I know she has like a disease or something. She, I can't remember what it is. It might Man, be. I used, to, I used to go to school with a girl who looked just like this. Damn, word. Yeah, she was really, really skinny. Um, but her face and hair exactly like this. Let me look. I'm looking up. Wonder what she looked like now, cause when you, when you was really skinny in high school, you probably like perfect now. Cause it was like a thing like a year or two ago where people I don't remember what Layla Rashawn was at, but she was at something, and people was going in on uh, her gaining weight. But then it came out, I believe she yeah, cause she um she was with Antoine Fuqua, famed director, and also the nigga that was kissing uh, Nicole Murphy. Woo, nigga. Yeah, so. full fucking circle. Just put that together, Eddie. Um, why Eddie leave Nicole? That's one of those calls. It was a, it was a. But it came. I think she got like lupus or something. I don't know. She had something's going on with Layla Shine. Her weight gain is not 
yo, I'm just out here not caring about myself. Like, something's going on internally, man. So, salute to Layla Rashawn. Um, still beautiful. She was bad as hell back in the day, too, man. And she don't get her flowers. Layla Rashawn was in a lot of shit. Like, why do fools fam, sing so hard? Why do fools fall in love? Gang-related. Harlem Nights, Boomerang, Waiting to Exhale, Any Given Sunday. Like... Mm. Any given yo, Sunday was yo, a. We might gotta throw. That's a. We got. That's one. That. That's one. Because that's my shit, dog. I ain't seen it in a long time, but that was a good movie, and it's a lot of it's a lot of shit in there where you can get. Dog, it. any given Sunday is my shit, bro. Um. So anyway, they at uh, lunch or whatever, and they discussing. Marcus is like, yo, the reason shit happens to me like that is because y'all don't pay attention to women, dog. You got to be romantic. And he like, nigga, when I meet a woman, I'm flowers, I'm candy, I'm soft music. And then they like, then nigga, you dog them out soon as you fuck. And the nigga goes, well, after I hit, I lose interest, but that ain't my fault. And it made me think like, why do niggas lose interest after sex sometimes? Not all men lose interest after sex, but like, why is that the thing? Like once we fuck, we be done. Uh, it's the devil. <laughs> I mean that's just what it is dog I'm saying the devil be on you uh, And as soon as you release he be like <laughs> You go back to normal he be like what have I done dog. You know what I'm saying it's like It's like it's the de- it's a whole different person You a whole different personality I feel like Dude, to the lose. second you released, it's like yeah. <laughs> I got them. Got one, coach. <laughs> See, I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's the way you word it, right? Like for me, this has been my personal experience. Any woman who I've ever lost interest in after we had yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> hey, we got to bring back the camera, dog. <laughs> We got to start filming again, because if y'all seen what just happened, y'all would know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm all right, though. Huh, yeah, as long as my nigga's straight, dog. But just know, Jay almost just lost everything. <laughs> um, No, so I was thinking about it, man. Any woman I've ever lost interest in after we had sex, I wasn't that interested in from the beginning. That's never happened to me. And that, uh, um. <laughs> JB, JB like, I love you. <laughs> Hold it down. <laughs> still love you. I'm sorry. I still love you. <laughs> this thing of ours. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold up. Oh shit. Oh shit. Hold up. Oh, JB like. Getting engaged is like getting uh, is the first hill of the rock. You're really ready for merch. There's a question of my heart You got it It don't belong to anyone My nigga be ready for the matrimony, dog Holy shit, that was funny So, they in there having this conversation And, um I don't know, I was just I started thinking, and I'm like, dog If I ever fucked with a woman and I didn't like her after we had sex I ain't like her before we had sex I just wasn't into her I just wanted to have sex. And then once you have it, you got what you wanted, nigga. That was it. I was in lust. In lust, not in love. Like, that is a thing. I know that some women act like it ain't a thing, but they, women be in lust, too. 100%. They just 
Did they come to their senses? We're like, this nigga out of here. <laughs> like, they be realizing niggas can't spell and shit. Like, I, mean, I can spell, but. Yeah, no, but it really be like, chicks be, y'all know what it is. Don't make it seem like niggas just out here. So then, while they having this talk, Marcus notices Layla Rashawn outside. She walking her dog in the park outside the restaurant. And immediately my nigga springs into action, right? He runs up on a couple, pays them $20 for their leash or 40 however much he gave a couple for their leash for their dog. Ooh, did, you, did you hear what that nigga called his wife? Dog. That nigga said, take it, fool. <laughs> dog what? was talking crazy. For 20? <laughs> for the 20, boy. <laughs> nigga about to lose your own dog. Dog. You about to lose your dog and wife, nigga. So Marcus goes, he pays for their leash, and then he starts walking around the park pretending to have lost his dog, right? So Layla Rashawn, dog lover, walks up on the nigga like, oh, my God, what's going on? And he like, man, I done lost my dog, Kirby. He done named the dog and shit. Very like, specific. That's a white spotted. Kirby is fuck. Yeah, white spotted uh, cocker spaniel, whatever the fuck. And that nigga's like, Kirby? Kerbster? Kirby. Like, he going crazy, right? So she feel bad, so she like, man, take my number. Like well, he I, like... Hey, hey, you know, um, do you, do you, are you here every day? Mm-hmm. Well, if you see one, here, take my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like, you know what? I feel bad if, if you know, if I didn't know you found them. So here's my number. Why don't you take it and call me if you find them, but I'm going to call you if I see the dog. Ain't no dog. She don't know that. She just got caught up in this Marcus Graham shit. All right, man. Look, this is this Marcus Graham along with Martin and David Allen Greer. Gerard. Gerard. This <laughs> is perfect example of why, quote unquote, men get I put the quote unquote in the wrong part. Uh men get quote unquote celebrated for uh sexual conquest and things of that nature. And I'll explain. Mm. Everybody Gerard can't be Marcus. He does not have the ability to get yeah. every woman yep. to have the knack for, hey, yo, this particular situation I know was going to work and have all these beautiful women. So when you a quote unquote regular guy and one of your friends can seemingly do something that everybody wants to do but can't do, he can get women whenever he wants to, he can have sex with them, he, he's the ladies man, the whole nine yards. There is a bit of like, oh man, look what you can do. And that's where that, the the quote unquote big ups from your homies come from because yeah. believe it or not it's not really it's not uh for everybody at least uh it's not a, a easy thing to just go find a woman and have sex with her yeah you know what I'm saying yeah so that's where that whole thing will you get so you guys get yeah. such and such only because that's not a task that the average person can, can just do everybody's yeah. not a Marcus Graham and here's the thing man even to most people are David Allen Greer facts or not I'll, I'll take it beyond that most people are martin aka tyler who don't have no women to speak of they just got jokes for the niggas in a crew but when you look up it's like yo nigga where your pussy at where your girl i ain't, I ain't seen you with a woman all movie nigga where yours at yo but this white man though <laughs> yeah like all right i'm out here fighting the man and shit it's like no nah, nigga get you a girl and you might relax a little bit but like even how eddie murphy broke off to go talk to layla rashawn that like instant thinking and that like quick wittedness. That's you either got that or you don't. David Allen Gray ain't had that. Tyler ain't had that. Gerard and and Tyler didn't have that. Most people don't. Yeah, no, that's a real thing, man. Um, do you think approaching women now is 
easier or more difficult than when we were younger? Um, it's more difficult because you don't actually see the women in real life. Mm. They're all on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. But like physically, like when I'm out and about, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't really mind because But we come from that out and about era, dog. And that's where I think we were like it's a certain level of confidence you can have when you came up in an era where a nigga it wasn't no buffer. You either talked to that girl right when you seen her at the mall or at the venue, or you probably was never gonna see her again, nigga. On the internet, you can find her. And I just You can follow her. Yeah, you can follow her, you can find her, you can DM her, it can be all clandestine. Follow someone in real life, you're gonna get a restraining order. No, you follow me. Follow in real on life, the internet nigga, you're uh, wild and you dog. get a follow back. So after the nigga Marcus uh, meets up with her, they exchange numbers and shit. He called her, clearly, um, invited her over to the crib for dinner. And as soon as she walked in, she looking good in the motherfucker. She got her dress on. Now, mind you, first thing that I think when I watch this scene, dog, this nigga crib was big as shit in New York. How much fucking money did... And that's what I loved about uh, that interview clip with Jay Leno, where he like, yo, this is about a bunch rich. of rich people. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess y'all rich, like... Yes, nigga, these people were successful as shit, dog. I, I know um, apartments in New York City small as fuck. Fam, a crib as big as the one that that nigga lived in in New York, we're in the millions, my nigga. Like and when you doing uh, major ad campaigns on the scale that they doing them, mm-hmm. y'all got it. So she came over for dinner, and the nigga did exactly what he told his men's. He had flowers, dinner, slow music candles all this shit right um that's also when we first met uh tisha campbell's character this was his next door neighbor who i'm also like i love that you live on the block even though you clearly like on some other shit but like if you live next door to this nigga you got some bread too yeah what fuck do you do for a living yeah i really wanted to that was like my question as a kid like she out here with rollers in and shit like what she got going on but rich people wear rollers too so he getting the crib ready for Layla Rashawn to come over. She comes in. She asks, you know, where your dog at? He like, oh, he getting shots and shit. Like, we found him. Shit was fucked up. So they have dinner, and he gaming her up all night, dog. He doing all kinds of little player shit. No, I just been by myself for so long. Fam, even made up a story about <laughs> nigga say he caught his ex-fiance fucking his best man and the priest the day of the wedding. She getting a train ran on her. Quick little stoves on her. You ever lie for the pussy? Yeah, but like not like that. Okay, I didn't did like like dumb lies. Like no, I'm not married. So no. <laughs> dog, like I remember. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I don't Scary know fucking times. <laughs> Jay Jay was like, "No, nah, I don't live with nobody." <laughs> hey, listen. Dog. What you mean you saw a girl walk on my crib? My crib? <laughs> you know what's so funny, dog? <laughs> And I swear to God, I'm telling the truth. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, dog, uh, do you know how hard it is dating if you live with your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dog, dog what the fuck? My last relationship, we had signed, we had signed the lease in August, and then we broke up in January. <laughs> And like <laughs> we was living in the same house. For I'm like, crying, dog. Until like June, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. May. And trying to explain, like, yeah, we <laughs> we not really together. Like in real life, we not together. 
on that side of the apartment. I'm on this side, you know. It's but hey, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's difficult. I can imagine. It feel like you lying when you tell the truth. I can imagine that would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I I used to say uh, dumb shit. Like I remember uh, this girl was like. Yo, she asked me like, "Did I hoop at some school? I ain't fucking hoop." And she was like, "Yo, did you play? Were you the point guard at D one? Hell yeah!" I was like, it, "It was like some high school Mississippi shit, though. State, yeah, for sure." I think she asked me like, "If I hooped at like Renaissance or some shit?" I was like, "Sure, like yeah, like will that work? <laughs> like that again? Okay." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> said, "Will that work?" <laughs> we went in there. <laughs> we went in my dorm. I started. I was like, "Damn, I don't know where my fucking jersey at. I don't." I, I'm like dog. I I left usually keep that shit on the wall, dog. I fucked around, left it at my man's house. Like why? Why you leave your jersey at your man's house? Why you took your jersey off? You just don't think, dog. But no, lying for the pussy, saying that your ex fiance got some stoves ran on her by your best man and the priest. That's a different level, dog. But he did it and it worked because Lila Rashawn was she was gullible, right? So then he um. He like, yo, I just, I think you should just leave. Like, it's too soon. It's too soon. I don't want to move too fast. So they go back to her crib. He, of course, went back to, he didn't get her a cab. Yo, that works. I did that by mistake. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, I wasn't even trying to do that. Yeah. And I did that. I was literally telling like, yo, hey, I just broke up with this chick, yo, yesterday. <laughs> 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 like yesterday and all this stuff. Like, oh, I appreciate you for telling me that. <laughs> And then you know, a couple minutes later, like, you know yeah, what? I gave you the warning. You know what I hated that worked back in the day. It probably still worked now, but I don't. I'm do it because I have a girl. But I hated that it worked back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm wondering, did this shit work on my girl? <laughs> you know, chicks, y'all are weird. Chicks, be, like, when I tell women about, like, my dad and, like, my relationship with my parents and, and me and his relationship after his um, prison sentence and, and his accident and his current um, physical health and all yeah, that shit, yeah. like, women like that. It's like, oh, my God, he take care of his dad. Oh, he's vulnerable. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe he being vulnerable with me. And I'm like, no, I just don't have anything else to say. Like, the nigga was locked up, and then he got out of jail and almost died in a car accident. Like, the story's pretty quick, but I guess you could say it's dramatic. Um, Yeah, women like that. Hey, uh, Shorty, whenever you listen to this, <laughs> let me know if that worked. <laughs> like, did that make you like me? <laughs> She'd be like... It did work. <laughs> she gonna be like, you know when I had liked you? <laughs> you know what I first thought about when I liked you? It was when you said your dad was fucked up. <laughs> hey dad, work again, my nigga. <laughs> like that's like uh wheel and jazz. Dog. <laughs> Oh shit! I cut his hair today too. I should have thanked him. <laughs> like, dog, you got me and my girl together. I bet it worked on her. Oh man, she is not gonna be happy about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, dog. So then, long story short, he fucked fucking Layla Rashawn, and um, all his little game worked. He had took her back to her crib, went in there, she slobbed him down. Uh, shout out to the nineties when they really kissed. She was kissing the hell out that nigga, oh, nigga. Man. They was yeah. going in. We we gonna talk about that bottom lip scene later. Sally yeah. Berry was tearing that nigga face up. Shit, about to make me have a tick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, Holly. 
Yo. <laughs> Yeah, this oh, shit went shit. off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all they doing is competing with Tyra Banks oh, man. <laughs> and licking that nigga on my ass nipple. <laughs> that shit was nasty. Dog. <laughs> that shit have got the Yo. fucking movie rated uh, NC-17. Yo, <laughs> what if uh, old girl from Total was on the set watching that shit like, um, Omar, <laughs> nigga, she licking the shit out your nipple, ain't she? She asked that nigga when he got home, like, so did you have fun on that scene? <laughs> Can't you see <laughs> what you what you doing to me? Oh shit! Yo, real shit. When I was a little kid, I used to be mad. Pam voice was deeper than mine. <laughs> she was Jada Kiss of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, All right fuck. Man. So then, real quick, hold up, because the sex scene with them after he finished fucking. The nigga lifted the sheet. The famous scene. He pulled the sheet back. Her toes had a couple corns on them. Little bunion action. And then it made me think, dog. <laughs> like, why men be doing that? <laughs> like, if we don't like one thing, we be through, dog. You think that shit, you sure it's just a man thing? Oh, like, no. Women uh, do that shit before they even fuck you. At least a nigga give you some dick. Yeah. Shit. Women would be like, nah. Discriminate. <laughs> Women be like, oh, this nigga not 6'8". I'm like, damn, like, I'm gonna try this shit out first. <laughs> they be like, I mean, her toes was fucked up, but this pussy was straight, can't, so. You can't unfuck me. <laughs> I, t- I ain't even gonna get into that. Uh, but no, I thought about it like, because anybody who know me knows I'm, I have a very unhealthy obsession with teeth like okay yo yo about to go to foot route no nigga, i don't i don't really care about feet i i said the other day like i don't even know if i've ever looked at a woman's i don't care it's like one of, it's one of these niggas that we know who loves oh man i know i know and i know who so many so many so many young ladies have sent me messages dog from- oh i've i've been in action we're not going to say his name, but I can tell a little story. <laughs> tell this little horror story. <laughs> Y'all know who we're talking about. So I was with a girl. Just not anybody I was fucking with. It's just my homegirl. Yeah. She was at my crib, though. It was her birthday, so we smoking a little bit, um, chilling on my balcony, a couple drinks before she get into whatever her birthday shit was. I wasn't doing shit for her. So I'm like, yo, come kick it and smoke with me and drink. So, nigga, we kicking it. And this, uh, her birthday was coming up. His birthday was that day. Hers was that weekend. Okay. His was that day. It was like Thursday. This nigga, she's sitting next to me. This nigga text her and said, I just sent you $75 via PayPal. He said, go get your toes done and send me a picture of your feet so I could jack off for my birthday. That was the whole text. Wow. So look, this is what really blew my mind. Wow. I go, I go. Damn, I ain't even know you and him kicked it. She was like, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then look, she goes, and what he don't know is I already took the $75 and I'm never giving this nigga a foot picture. So let me ask, would you be mad if your girls had a uh your girl yeah. current right yeah, now yeah, yeah. had an OnlyFans for She's already picks? asked me. No. Well, no, no, no. Yes, I'd be mad. No, you can't do it. Why not? Because these niggas is weird. But never, if, if they never they saw They don't even got to be her feet for her to do it. <laughs> but the fact that I know these weirdos is talking to her what would make never me annoyed. her face? No, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe get these feet. I can't do it. Off. I can't. Now, to your point, though, I do have a couple of homies um, 
Shout out to the girls, to the family. I'm not going to say y'all names, but we've been trying to encourage me, Clay, and uh, the homie Wood been trying to encourage them to start this foot only fan page so we can all get this money, dog. I'm just saying. Because they on the OnlyFans spending, nigga. That's wild. Nigga, like, I've gone to, like, look at, like, some of the women on Instagram who have only, because you can click it and it'll show you their prices. Nigga. They are getting like 30, 40 bucks a subscription, some of them. Now, some of them is being cool and they like, yo, nigga, $5. I respect that. It's nigga pandemic, COVID, nigga. But some of them motherfuckers is really like, yo, I need the $39.99 right now a month. And I'm like, damn, bitch, you got more than Netflix? You don't have more than Netflix. Netflix ain't got no titties. I mean, you bring up a good point. But that's the thing. Some of the girls might not have no titties. So Some of the most expensive OnlyFans, from my research, there, they don't really be on there naked. Is like, there uh, adult Netflix that's nah, not Pornhub? No. Nah. Like Netflix? Yo. <laughs> Yo. Let me see if that shit exists yet. Uh, www.netflix.com. <laughs> it got to. I'm going to buy that fucking website. Hey, nigga, just remember, nigga. We partners in this. What about Netflix? Oh shit! Because the girls can get there, go there and get a get her Netflix. I mean, we or we just spell it on like flicks, F L I X, or is that how you spell Netflix? F L I. So we can spell like flicks, C K S. Netflix coming soon, nigga. Don't steal it. Any one of y'all steal Netflix? I'm telling you now. I'm suing you. Just F Y. It's happening. We are really looking up Netflix right now, nigga. I hope so. You know what? I should stop looking because I don't want the wrong thing to come up. <laughs> I don't need no shit in my search history. Man. This why proposal twenty two needs to. Yo, we are wilding right now. All right, man. So look, Marcus, fucking yo, it's available. Oh, that's a fix. Oh, we don't need Netflix. I don't want Netflix. Don't fix my nut. (laughs) The fix is in. Who the fuck? Dog. Yo, this is wow. Netflix. (laughs) It already exists. Wow, somebody done took Netflix from us. Fam, it's a Muslim woman. What the fuck? In a burqa with a mask covering an American flag. Oh no! Nah, get glasses. off of that. This get is, off of that. I'm all, I'm out of here. Get off of that. After they gonna hack I, everything, nigga. The front page of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your experience, nigga. This shit. It's a the app in parentheses. It got sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Netflix or not. I don't know if that's like a terrorist. No credit app. card. No surprises. Was no nonsense, just porn. <laughs> <laughs> At least Netflix say they get to the business, dog. Get the, the app. The front page of porn. Well, Netflix, y'all stole my idea, so you better be doing it well. Yo, this shit say install, disguise your app. They want that They want that shit wow. hidden. Yo, this nah, is, that's, this a, is, that's how you get invited to be a terrorist, nigga. Right. Yeah. I'm about to find you out. You go in there and do the, <laughs> you do the hidden Netflix app. Next thing you know, they sending you a Quran in the mail, nigga. Next thing you know, I got a secret, secret service at my door. Yeah. Like, sir. I was right. just trying to get my Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, listen to episode 130 of the pod. Like, we'll tell you exactly what we was doing. All right, man. So, look. Back at work, dog. The nigga Marcus 
is he works for whatever the name of his company is, but they're being acquired by Lady Eloise Cosmetics. Eartha Kitt is Lady Eloise, and basically Marcus thinks that with this whole merger of their two companies, if he fucks Lady Eloise, it'll guarantee that he oversees marketing once the acquisition and the merger is done. Um, <clears throat> so he fucked her. Lady Eloise was straight up about what she wanted to do. <laughs> like she couldn't have came onto that nigga harder. Um, she threw him some pussy. She told that nigga he'd be the head of the marketing department. She lied because she ain't had no damn power whatsoever. Like she was just the face of the company at that point. Um, and then after he fucked her, the next morning he goes to work and he sees Jacqueline in the lobby. Right. This is when we start the fucking movie. So he stares her down, which. I love that. Fellas, real quick piece of game. If you see a girl who you're attracted to and you want to go talk to her, never break eye contact, dog. Like, just stare at her. But don't stare so long before you talk. Like, if you stare and don't say nothing. Now you creepy. And now you're going to fucking prison. That was really (laughs) scary (laughs) Scary times, dog. Scary times, for real. All right, dog. So after he had a little stare down with her, he ran up on her. And he dropped his game. He like, yo, you are the most breathtaking, beautiful, gorgeous woman. He hit her with all that shit. And she bust out laughing at that nigga. Fellas, another lesson. (laughs) When you be saying all that shit to a woman when you first meet her, She's going to laugh at you whether she do it in your face or not. Like, women don't like being called beautiful, apparently. But in real life, I'd be like, damn, she's so beautiful. Yeah, but like, no, that'd you be, got. That'd be like a real raw, like, shit. Yeah, like, she is really beautiful. And but you know what you got to tell her? And sometimes, like, yo, you could quite possibly be the most beautiful person I've yeah. ever seen in my life. But you know what you got to tell these women these days? Yo, you ugly as fuck, dog. Let me, let me like help you with something, man. Like, let's go on a date. Maybe I'll take you get a makeover or some shit because you look fucking nuts. Say that to a woman, you might get her number, nigga. If anything, you'll at least get a combo out of her. So he walked up, he said all that shit. She bust out laughing at him. Then she mocked the nigga like, yo, if I came up to you and said you was the most handsome, virile man I've ever seen, would you believe me? That nigga say, yes. Yeah, but that's just how I am. <laughs> And then they get on the con- the elevator. They going up. They going to the same floor. And so then he like, oh, you must be one of the models for the commercial. He like, man, I'm I'm the head of marketing up there. I'm Marcus Graham. And she like, oh shit, you Marcus, you finna be working for me. I'm about to run marketing when all this little merger and acquisition is over, dog. Marcus realizes that he didn't fuck Lady Eloise for nothing. Now it's a wrap. But more importantly, now the nigga wants Jacqueline, dog. Gotta have her. So they had the little uh little gala or whatever. They introduced Strange played by Earth or I'm sorry, Grace Jones, the legend. Grace Jones was crazy as fuck in this movie. I just wanna throw that out there. Um she's also crazy in real life. While they there, that's when we meet Angela, played by Halle Berry. Um Marcus introduced her to Gerard. Why did he pick Gerard? Over Tyler, like to introduce her to. He was just trying to get to old. He just grabbed the yeah. first nigga he seen. Like, uh, 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 yeah, Gerard, let me and talk to you. Then he was like, Yeah, you know, you'd be perfect for uh, my man, Gerard. Yeah, Holly's still killing her in every category. David Allen Greer walked up digging in his ear. Like, my nigga just didn't have no game, dog. And I hate how he said, I'm, I'm from Detroit. Like, why? Why you had to be from Detroit? He said that. Yeah, in the scene when they was at lunch and the, the chick from Holland walked up and I she had that, that accent. He is, though. Yeah, I mean, he is. He and they kept North it real. Yeah, him. I know. No, David Allen from over there. And John Witherspoon. Detroit was all in this movie, nigga. What up, though? Um, So then, while they at the gala, that nigga Marcus. Martin connection with Detroit. I mean, that's, I mean we all What's over this up? shit. 
So the nigga Marcus told Jacqueline straight up that he wanted to kick it with her. Like, yo, I want to date you. And she was, she told the nigga early, I don't date men I work with. But then she did the thing that I don't like when people do. She was like, but because she said, you know, oh, you got something in your eye. Let me blow it. Then she did the little like sexy ass blowing in his eye. And she was like, you know, when I seduce you. If I decide to seduce you, you'll know. And it's like, nigga, you just told me you don't fuck with niggas you work with. Like, now you telling me you gon' seduce me, and I'ma know when it happens. Like, she fucking with this nigga, dog. But what he don't see is that she run a game on him, nigga. So then, they had the Strange meeting or whatever. It went successfully. And then she was like, yo, you know, we gonna have to prepare for this sales meeting down in New Orleans. We got to work together, you know, get some shit ready for the meeting before we go down there. So he was like, why don't we do dinner? Discuss the workload or whatever. And she was like, Marcus, I told you, I ain't, I ain't fucking with no nigga I work with. He was like, yo, if you was a man, me and you could have dinner and drinks and it wouldn't be no issue. Don't make it a man woman thing. But he knew what he was trying to do. So he did. The, he pulled the whole Layla Rashawn move. Invited her over to the crib, flowers, soft music, all that shit. She pulled up. Nigga, she walked in that bitch and wasn't impressed by none of it. She was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice little crib or whatever. You ever laid your whole shit out there? And, and it didn't work. Be like, damn, this motherfucker don't like nothing. Nigga, yes. <laughs> yes. I don't, don't make me do that. I low-key did it with my girl. Like, our first date was like, nigga, I threw everything I had to the fucking wall. And then she was like... Oh, that was a date? I was like, nigga, wow. <laughs> like, help me, <laughs> nigga. She was like, I mean, that was we was just hanging out. I was like, fam, we was together 13 hours. Oh, that was that was that was a hangout? That wasn't a date. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, we was together 13 hours. I don't hang out with my squad that long, dog. Like, relax, bro. So uh they chilling, and she even played that nigga. She was like, yo, he trying to explain like what he put in his salmon and shit. She like, oh, I'm sorry, I was distracted, like. The Knicks game is on right now, like so. Fam, what's, what's the Knicks, every single thing that, that he, he did. did, she did. Yep. They was talking about sexual conquest, talking about the game we're gonna yep. do after he smashed Leela Rashawn. Yep. Uh, he went back and told all the homies exactly what happened, yep. and then like everything that he did in this movie, she did to him. So real quick conversation I wanted to have. So after he fucked Leela Rashawn, going back a little bit, um. He was telling the homies about her feet or whatever. Like, yo, the beautiful ass woman, but her feet was fucked up. And then they were like, Marcus, don't you think you being just a little nitpicky? And that nigga said, I'm looking for perfection. You ever fucked up with a good girl because you was looking for perfection, nigga? Oh, man. Man. Story of my life. Man, this movie's so relatable, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am. Nigga, further than that, you ever thought because this is what he did with robin givens you ever thought you had the perfect girl so much so that you ignored all her flaws hey nigga story of my life <laughs> nigga like dog boomerang is really a movie it's a bar fest when you start looking at it for real for real so all the shit he was trying all the game he was throwing it wasn't working like robin givens is giving him the marcus graham treatment he not used to it dog so they uh they go to oh while he was on the dinner date with her, Angela and Gerard are at Halle Berry's crib, and they doing their little dinner date. They never even got to dinner because Gerard didn't have no fucking nuts about him whatsoever. Like, Gerard was the definition of a platonic friend. 
Like he got over there, he had no game. And and Angela was kind of at least initially kind of the goofy, more just like normal. She wasn't glammed up. Halle Berry still looks phenomenal, not glammed up. But they were trying to like I thought he was in there at the end of the day, like, okay, now this is the this is the funny part. Yeah, this know. is where we kiss and that, that. but then he couldn't even handle that like with some bull like at a certain point with any woman, you gotta have some like some gusto about your shit. You gotta be MC Gusto, nigga. You can't just, you know what I'm saying? Straight out of low cash. Dog, you can't just fucking like be there, dog. But you know what they look like? Cause when when they did the little kiss part, my exact thoughts were they seem like the couple that's dating just cause they were single in their thirties. Like, you know what? I'm still single, you still single, we thirty somethings, we successful in our career. Let's just date. We like the only ones in our crew who ain't got no person. Let's just date. Like fuck it, dog. So then that's funny. <laughs> So then, um, but no, no, no. So Marcus, Tyler, Gerard, they go to the gym the next day. And, uh, well, now it's been some weeks, right? It's been three weeks. And that nigga Tyler says straight up, she a lesbo, nigga. Because Marcus is telling them, like, I still ain't fuck Jacqueline. And they like, fam, after three weeks, she got to be gay. <laughs> you ever thought it was something wrong with a chick because you ain't get the pussy in a certain amount of time? <laughs> or, like, even, like, do you think it's lack of interest if you ain't fucked in a certain amount of time? Um, and sometimes, yes. There's definitely been like, well, shit, something ain't fucked it I, I didn't carry the one. The only, I think the It'd only time like, I've ever thought that a girl wasn't interested or something was up if she ain't give me the pussy was if I had heard that she threw the pussy easy to like some of my niggas or like some niggas I know. Then it's like, wait, why are you making me wait? It's a, it's an individual thing. Yeah, it's case by case. Yeah, and it depends how old you are at the time. Because like, we young. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you nineteen. Like, yeah, <laughs> we waiting for. This is when you a freak. <laughs> you know, like, save that moral shit. <laughs> but on the flip side, yo, all right, real, a real nigga question. <laughs> real nigga question. You ever dated a chick with like? More than one kid? <laughs> Dates? Or just like fucked with, kicked it, talked, yes. whatever. Yes. Like more than one kid. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen them kids, <laughs> dog. The motherfuckers was. Did she make you wait? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. No, not at all. <laughs> I won't go into my line of questions. <laughs> oh, man. But we also got the scene. You ain't hit the twist <laughs> which is like, this is also where I learned the word colloquialism, by the way, in this scene. <laughs> uh, New Jersey about to legalize uh, regular pot. Hey, ain't Michigan doing that shit too? We already did that shit. Or like. We we legal here, nigga. No, 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 no. No, what is Michigan about to do? Oh, our shit about to be uh, recreational. Ain't that the thing? It's already recreational. It's something, or maybe it's about to be like you don't need a lot. It's finna be something, dog. I just saw like recently Michigan about to do something with the weed. You can't smoke in public. You can have X on up to like a such such on you, but that shit been. It's finna be something. I don't know. I I personally, this is me. I prefer my drugs when they're illegal. (laughs) I just be higher when they're illegal, nigga. This legal shit is weird. Um. So then they go to New Orleans. Uh, Jacqueline and Marcus go to the fucking club. They dance the night away. Then they get back to the hotel room. That nigga pulled the oh oh my key isn't working, and she was like, nigga, come here. 
That nigga like, no, I'm serious. My key ain't working. She was like, dog, just come here. And then they go fuck. Finally, all the tension's gone. They let it out. She rocked that nigga world. Then he looked at her feet. Rock my world. (laughs) The song that was playing when they was fucking was jamming, by the way. So listen. One of the best soundtracks ever, by the way. Here go my hot take. What's that? This nigga was never in love with this woman. Mm -mm. Um, He was only trying to be in love with this woman because his friends basically said, you ain't shit but a dog and you never gonna find a woman and you not romantic and all that shit. That's why he next woman to come along. He wanted to be that. He's trying to prove that shit. I can be that to her. They told him some truth about himself and then he tried to prove that shit wrong. When they said you weren't romantic, he 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 went out with Alita Rashawn and got yeah, roses yeah. and flowers Man. and shit. See, I'm romantic. I'm romantic. C C C. Knowing in real life, you're probably not actually romantic. You just trying to fuck, so you you running scams and schemes yeah. and shit, right? That's not real romance. Real romance, you actually actually have to be involved. I have to like you. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, I mean, I can put the the bells and whistles and throw some some rose petals, but that's just the surface shit. Yeah. And so once they basically said that to him now the the next person who meet this criteria she make money she cute she this she that this the one i'm about to be in love with because he was like yo she can be mrs graham yeah like, nigga you don't even know this one they made it a mental thing for yeah him. yeah so like sometimes you know the conversations you have with your friends they will definitely impact your dating life oh, whether you nigga, know it or not if your man say yo nigga don't go in that house nigga the only thing I want to do in life at that moment is go in this house, nigga. Because why did you just tell me not to go in there? That's what people do. Like, we're attracted to what you tell us we can't have or or we can't do. So after they fuck, see, I never thought that he wasn't in love with her. I thought the lust fucked him. I think she was a sex demon, dog. I think she was too good, nigga. You see how she was riding that nigga? She rode the covers off that nigga, dog. Nigga, Curled toes curled up and shit. He was don't touch me, dog. That Nick Eddie was funny as shit in this movie. By the way, I just really want to throw that out there. So when they got back to New York, nigga, they left New Orleans, back to work. She in there and she doing what Marcus Graham do. She telling Halle Berry about her most recent sexual conquests. Right? She like, yo, that nigga Marcus was great in bed. His ass was crazy. Like da da da. And then he walked in her office. And did you see how he came in there? Nigga knocked on the door. Hey, hey babe. babe. Yo, I said, yo, my nigga's done. Yo, like, yo, fam, first. <laughs> when do you babe? It takes a long time. Take a while me, to babe. Take a long time for me to babe. I wait on them to babe. Like, you got to babe me before I babe you. If you don't babe me first, nigga, I, I don't trust that my babe will be received the way that I need it to be. Yeah. But then sometimes the girl babe could be confusing because you ever, like, fucked with a girl who just called everybody babe? Yeah. That shit irritate me after I start fucking anybody else, babe. Okay, <laughs> cut that shit the fuck out. <laughs> I'm babe, goddamn no, it. You call me babe, and I thought you liked me, and that's why. <laughs> yo, that's why of, I gave myself to you. <laughs> one of my homegirls. <laughs> now you calling everybody babe. One of my homegirls is like a she's like a serial baber. Like that's just how she talk. But like in 2008. <laughs> When I was real vulnerable and me and her was hanging out a lot. Like one day she called me babe like she had called me every other time she ever said babe. But she said it and I felt different, nigga. She said it and I was like, hey, babe. <laughs> she was like, hey, babe, how you doing? I was like, I'm all right, babe. Just... <laughs> this one chick, she said love. 
You know oh what I'm my gosh, she freaked the and love. I'd be like, yo, when they text me, she like, yo, love or king, <laughs> nigga. She told king in there, like, whoa, oh shit. Like, listen, you can't keep calling nigga love and king. Shit, like, I don't like when people call me king. Like men, women, whoever, don't call me king. Damn. Damn. Trust me, it's a good thing. All of us. Give me a run for my money. <laughs> there is nobody, no one to help run me. That's the first shit I thought about when you said love. <laughs> All right, dog. Damn, so dude, we two twenty six in. We gonna this gonna be a four. Hours. How the fuck did we get into this shit? Did no, we, we we getting through this bitch. Yeah. So look, when the nigga walked in there, he hit her with the hey babe shit, and that's when I knew my nigga was done. So then Angela left out the room, and as soon as she left, that nigga started. He was all over her, dog. Like he like, yo, why don't we get up on the counter, get up on your desk? And she had a big ass office. They was really rich in this movie, though. Salute. To Reggie Hudlin and everybody involved in this movie. The reason the budget was so big. <laughs> yeah, that 40 million. Y'all had some spots. Y'all nigga. Had the rent, the rents, nigga. Like nobody had a little crib, dog. Um one of the uh damn, was it I think it might have been Marx's apartment. One of the cribs was uh a a big ass crib at the law uh the Trump. Or no, 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 pardon me. It wasn't at the Trump Hotel. It was designed by Ivana Trump. She designed one of them rooms that they rented to be one of their cribs in the movie. Um, but anyway, fuck them Trumps. Last we get to talk about them, hopefully for a while. So he trying he all over in her office. He trying to fuck, and she like, yo, my nigga, you ain't getting serious on me, are you? <laughs> she hit that nigga. With Dog, the- she hit him with the Marcus. Yeah, but she did it with the with the big boy tough like oh right now big buddy come she on was, now buddy you're not was, getting serious down there like, are you you're now, not getting pal? serious on me are you and, and that nigga was that like walking a little shoulders like, and did you see how she looked at him she dipped that shoulder like nigga you she getting got, serious she kind of had like the because <laughs> she was disgusted like fam i told you i wanted some dick in new orleans like, i don't want to know you in new york so you can't go from cool nigga to poopy to, to, to pussy whipped um, like in a matter of hours, John Witherspoon told him, "You better whip that. Why don't you reverse it? Whip, whip that, that pussy, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, that's that's probably a turnoff. He so you went from manly man to hey babe. Hey. <laughs> here's here's where I feel this thing of Marcus Graham just a little bit though. So I spent the majority of my life not really wanting to be in a relationship like I enjoyed being single and not having to answer to anyone not having to like do the like thoughtful shit I'm a thoughtful nigga but I don't want to like have to do it because I'm your boyfriend and that's what boyfriend is supposed to do um I enjoyed being single dog but the times that I did like find a woman who I liked and at least wanted to like get to know more of and shit I didn't make the smoothest transitions all the time, neither, dog. Like, sometimes I, I think I liked them a little too quick. It was like, I I pulled the, like, I babed them too early. <laughs> like, she like, yeah, hey, aunt. I'm like, hey, babe, fuck. Um, uh, shit, I said it. I didn't mean to say it. I shouldn't have said it. Um, Are we done? Are we done? <laughs> Like, is this over? This thing of ours is this over? This thing of ours, <laughs> La Costa Nostra. <laughs> 
so I felt him, but she was like, "Yo, you ain't getting serious on me, are you?" And that nigga was like, "Nah, I mean, we had a good." He, you could tell he was flustered. Like, nah, we. <laughs> that nigga said, "Come serious. on, fam, I can't ain't even shit about spell me serious, serious nigga. nigga. <laughs> ain't shit about me serious. Come on, bro. Yeah, I'm serious. No, <laughs> no, nigga, okay. like, no, never, dog. You must got me confused with Serious Jones. Nigga, never been serious in my life, dog. Nigga was like, but you know, I wanted to know when we was gonna get together again or something. And she was like. Well, yeah, I'm kind of busy, dog, but you know, I'll I'll have my secretary call you. So peep this. Um, it don't take me a lot to know I want to like somebody and I mm-hmm. want to go, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, whatever. But guess what? I'm never gonna be a Marcus. No, nah. because I got two times to reach out to you, and you don't reach out back. I'm never calling you again. That's it. That's it. Game over. Like Game in real over. life. Like after I reach out two times. Game fucking over. I'm um, never reaching out again until you call me back or text me or, or I'm I'm just not doing it. At a certain point, you gotta have a little pride about yourself, and I also feel now, like I'm, yo, I'm probably fucked up for doing that. Maybe I should maybe I should extend yeah. myself more. I'm talking about it. Don't even got to be a new person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo, man, pride might not be the greatest thing to have, but sometimes it's necessary, dog. You gotta implement rule. Here's the thing, dog. If the level of interest ain't mutual. At any point in our relationship. Let me ask. This question goes out all the time. What's that? Um, who has to like the other person more, the man or the woman, for the relationship to work? You got to like me more. I don't. I never bought into that whole, the man got to like the woman more and the woman can get to like, can learn to like. No, nigga. Now, me, aunt, me, not men, aunt. You got to like me and not even more. We. I think it can be equal, dog. I don't necessarily think one person has to like the other more. I don't know if I buy into that. But if they do, I don't think that it has to be the man has to like the woman more. I've been in situations and I've seen situations where the woman likes the man more. They both mm-hmm. like each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she like them a little bit more, a little more obvious with it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know that. I know I've been in a dynamic that way when when the woman liked me way more than I liked them, yeah. it threw things off and I was a little less on my game, so to speak. Yeah. Wow, well, this bitch on my dick. I'm not doing <laughs> nothing. It's like, no. <laughs> I mean, that's the jokey joke portion of it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you kind of stay on your game a little bit when you still got something a little bit to work for. Well, you know what I'm so saying? So here's, here's why I say that. In the relationship, and again, because I'm the catch in this motherfucker, okay? I, and then I that'd say, be like, wait. I say, as long as we like each other equally, we're good to go. But again, if I had to say it, I say the woman should like the man more. But here's why I say that in the situations I've been in where I liked the woman more, nigga, she ain't like me back enough, nigga. So, hey, fuck out of here. That shit ain't work. <laughs> so, that's a, that's, a, that's a touchy thing, yeah. too, right? Because you like her more, she gonna hold you. I, I do got a bit of a ego. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So like, um, I, most times they like. I don't. I don't know how do I say this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. <laughs> My nigga triggered. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this shit no more. Uh, but like, yeah, if, if I don't feel that you liking me back in the right amount, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna bag up because I, I like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta. Rep- and that's the thing when a chick now here back to your point about not being a Marcus. 
if I say, yo, when we going to hook up again? And your response is, I'll have my secretary call you. I don't know my calendar. Nah, I'm out. Fam, I'm done right there. We don't have to do nothing. But then when the secretary called, which was, we don't know how many days later, but it was later because he had a different outfit. When the secretary called, the motherfucker said, yo, uh, Miss Breuer wanted me to let you know she'll be available on the 12th. That nigga looked at his calendar. He say, fam, that's three weeks from now. Like, listen, my nigga, we work together. Whatever your calendar is, it's during the day. I like to fuck at night. (laughs) So, fam, you work upstairs. (laughs) Fuck out of here. There's no time ever that you need to see me three weeks from now, bro. It don't have to be at night, by the way. (laughs) No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, So then the nigga said, fuck it, put me on the calendar. And then the secretary even was like, would you like me to pencil you in? Bitch, I'll shoot the shit out. And then he was all jumping to the phone and call. Like, now, now, granted, I've definitely been there before. Were you waiting for a phone call? Yeah, you anticipated you know, a little you know, bit. I get it. But like, I, I feel like you homing me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dip off. I yeah, I I can't. Nah. I mean, I wouldn't like. I'm not the best. Like, rejection comes when it comes, right? Facts. Facts. But you're not gonna you you not about to continually reject me. Facts. Like, I'm not gonna take the continual rejection if if I, if I keep trying and you ultimately keep saying no. Uh, well, you're going to have to stick with that, no. And that's just what it is, dog. So the nigga said, fuck it, pencil me in. He bought tickets to go to a concert for the night. She was supposed to be back in town. He down at the venue. He waiting. She never came. He's standing in the rain. She never fucking came. Then he start calling the airport and all the airlines. Yo, did a Jacqueline Warrior boy board this flight? Chick ever no call, no show you? Have I ever been no call, no showed? Probably. I can't remember a, a specific instance, but I'm sure I have. Man, I've been no call. You know how you know how angry we, you know how we are about mm-hmm, our time. Mm-hmm. Boy, that no uh, ooh, that no, no call no. You know show. what? There is a girl that I used to kick it with, um, who was the reason we stopped kicking it, cause she became the queen of like she would call me, say like, yo, aunt, come over, yo, aunt, I wanna go to the movies, like, let's go do something or whatever. And then when I would call to say or send a text to say, yo, I'm on the way, send to Addie. I knew where she lived, but, you know, sometimes you just send to Addie or whatever. I just need something for you to confirm that this is still the plan. And when I would send that, she would just disappear. And then months would go by. And then next time I hear from her, it would be like, yo, what you doing? And it's like, my oh, nigga, I thought you died. Oh, this bitch got a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the thing. So I wouldn't know what the fuck because she wasn't on socials or nothing. So it was like when she did that, I literally didn't know what the fuck happened. Husband. <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, that's the only time I've been like no call, no show. If I ever went on a date or had date plans and got no call, no show, it'd have been a shootout somewhere. Um You can't not come to the like I bought tickets, my nigga, and you never called. Then a motherfucker be mad that you mad. Like yo, uh, that I that's hate. Some, that's some toxic. I hate shit, that. I don't like when people be mad. I'm mad. Like, don't make me mad. Then get mad at my madness. Like, fam, we, we set up. We, like, we set up some shit and like, yeah, if you ain't gonna make it cool. Yeah, nigga, you ain't got to do nothing with me. But but why just the let me fuck know when you say something. Shoot me the call. And this is back in the '90s where you had to call. What no text? It's ninety two, nigga. If I don't call you, what no email, nigga? Like this nigga said he was writing her letters. <laughs> dog, like I know call you saw me, my mother. letters, <laughs> nigga. What dog? <laughs> so the motherfucker, uh, he went back to the crib. He at the crib. He pissed off. She knock on the door. She come in. 
He like, um, motherfucker, you couldn't call nobody. She was like, fam, I work later than expected. I caught a later flight. What the fuck you mad at? Like, she literally like, nigga, what's your point? What's your problem? And he like, dog, you just being inconsiderate. I spent $200 on tickets. She like, nigga, I gave you the money back. I was like, yo, she really acting like a nigga in this. And then I thought about it like, we're terrible. Yo, this is like trading places. <laughs> Fam, I didn't like it at all. He's I don't, <laughs> Eddie <places>. Murphy. <laughs> I don't like uh, the shoe being on is other Is this footage. like what women want, what men want reverse? This is like what men want, but like better. Because that was actually a shitty movie. Shout out to Taraji, but that was a terrible fucking movie. Um, so then he like, yo, man, it ain't even a point of all that. Like, it's just the fact he was being inconsiderate. You could have called. You ain't care about my feelings. And then she was like, well, fuck it. I'll leave. Like, she was in her nigga bag. And that nigga was like, yo, don't go. It's it's raining. Like, you mad. I'm mad. Nigga, she not mad. She just got back from work. Like, she fine. Ain't nothing wrong with her. And she was like, all right, well, good. I'm glad you ain't kicked me out because I came over here butt necking under this coat. That trench is this where the whole trench coat thing started? I think this might have been for at least for me, like that whole fantasy that dudes have. I mean, this is ten. I was ten years old when this shit came out. I was eight, but I feel like I'm fairly sure I didn't know nothing about. Well, no, that no, no, not 10. necessarily in the moment, but I feel like well, later like, on I, when I started thinking my, about in shit, my I liked. Realm of, yeah, I don't know. I like, feel like when I started thinking about shit I wanted a girl to do, I, also used to I thought watch, about uh, that. Cinemax when I was a kid. I mean, so, Cinemax Showtime, so. <laughs> 11 o'clock. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> HBO Real Sex. So I don't, What's I don't happening? know. It could be one of those. What's two. happening? I was like, Mom, keep HBO, please. We got to watch Oz in the corner. No, nigga, I want to watch Real Sex every Saturday. <laughs> that was terrible. My children will never know what TV and internet are. Yo, that shit ruined us. <laughs> I'm raising my kids. I'm just like, fucked kids, we, we, we was. I was like a. We was hypersexual as kids because we was watching and looking at that shit bullshit. that we were never supposed to see. So the fucked up part about this scene, this is where the movie shifted. Like clearly, we know that Marcus is, you know, whatever. He feel a certain way about Jacqueline, but after they fucked this time, the nigga woke up. She put him to sleep. Off top, don't put me to sleep if you don't go to sleep. Like, I don't like that. I don't want to have that sex where I go to sleep and you don't go to sleep. Y'all have sex and then (laughs) she watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) No, nigga. I'm the nigga that go get shit on TV. No, nigga. Only thing you do is go get the rag and come back, nigga. And we both going to bed or neither of us is going to bed. I'm not falling asleep dolo after the fuck fest. So this nigga go to sleep. He wakes up because he hears some shit ruffling around. Nigga looked up. She getting dressed. He like, yo, where you going? It's the middle of the night. She was like, oh, man, I got a presentation in the morning, but thank you. I was so stressed out. That was great. Really needed that. And that nigga was like, what the fuck? And she blew that nigga a kiss in the air. Like, don't air kiss me, dog. Man, it's tough trying to be in a relationship with somebody who don't want to be in a relationship, dog. <laughs> I mean, that shit. It's will, one of the hardest things to do, nigga. <laughs> shit will break you. <laughs> That's, it's like organic chemistry and that, oh, nigga. Those are two of the hardest things to ever happen, dog. But then this is where it really got fucked up. She left the 200 on the nightstand for that nigga, dog. Like a little bitch. And that's when that nigga grabbed the cover, that famous scene that I'm using for the artwork. <laughs> like, dog, don't fucking. That's when he realized, like, yo, I might be, like, getting hold here. I don't think this is going well. So then he go to dinner with her and Stranger. They there, they trying to convince Stranger to go down uh, wherever, Hawaii or the Caribbean, wherever they was going to go, Jamaica, to do this um, this commercial. And she's like, nah, I don't really want to do it. I ain't feeling it. So Jacqueline kind of gave that nigga Marks the look like, yo, 
I'm gonna leave y'all alone. You do what you do. Spit your game, talk her into it. We'll be good. But what she didn't tell Spit that your nigga. Game, talk, talk your shit. Nigga, grab your cock, call your <laughs> like what she didn't tell Marcus was, yo, I want you to do what you did with Lady Eloise to her. Fam, imagine this. Being slutted out. Like imagine a man who has sex with a his employee yeah. at work. Yeah. And then was trying to close a deal. And was like, yo, um, I'm going to set you up so you can smash uh, my employee. And maybe she can close. Like, imagine that. Nigga, you would go to prison, Harvey Weinstein. Now, I'm fairly sure that that's happened. Mm -hmm. And niggas are trash for doing that shit. Mm -hmm. Or men are trash. White men, because black men don't. Yeah, yeah. Black men would never. A black man would never. Um, So, white, Indian, Irish, uh, Yugoslavian, whatever, all y'all trash. <laughs> so after uh, the nigga realized, or after Jacqueline got up from the table, Strange got straight to the business, dog. Strange was like, look, nigga, when we gonna fuck? Marcus say, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is you talking about, dog? <laughs> she let me know how I was hanging. She told me, <laughs> she said you was, you was A1. Um, Dog And that's when I'm like Oh shit Like Jacqueline really gave this nigga Whole shit up dog You ever find out you So uh, This young girl I used to uh, That you was nothing but dick uh, um, Nah it was It was everything But that was the agreement mm. um, But everything was cool And uh, um, You can get a GDR or a BDR <laughs> Apparently this is a uh, you know, when they group chat and yeah, they have yeah. conversations and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never want to get a BDR. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Always GDR. Yep. And um, I, I learned. Y'all got to really, figure out what that is on y'all. Yeah. I mean, we GDR. <laughs> you I feel mean. me? But um, it was, I'm like, oh shit. So y'all, y'all talk about, yeah. you know, this type of, then she was like, they look, do. then she showed me the group chat. And I was like, oh shit. Women talk greasy as hell. Dog. I'm like, oh shit. Nigga, me and my girl watching Watchmen, nigga. It was whatever episode fucking uh, document hadn't walked across Earth, butt ass. Next thing I know, her fucking group chat going off. Yo, y'all see Yaya Dick? I was like, fam, y'all niggas are nasty, dog. Like, what is going on on the Earth? It's wild. Women are way different than how they be acting out here um so strange come at the nigga like yo nigga the puss puss pussy she throwing it at this nigga marcus say man fam that ain't how i get down like that so then when jacqueline came back he goes off like my nigga like don't be trying to proposition me and and send me off on a dick mission to to secure like clients and, and all that shit like no that ain't how this goes so she like oh you did that for lady eloise and he was like fam that's that's a that rumor. was a rumor. That's streets was talking, nigga. Ain't, it ain't no. That's unfounded. But more importantly, nigga, he wanted to say, "Don't you like me? Like, why would you? Why would you be cool with me fucking someone else? Are you fucking someone else? Like, so many questions, nigga. They broke up that night. It didn't go down. That nigga got, and that's. I mean, that's a valid reason to stop kicking it with somebody when they try to whore you out she literally tried to prostitute you dog so then he go to work the next day all the women are laughing because she's told the whole office this suck ass nigga was pussy with nigga i get that nigga to ask twice now he out here acting like a bitch only twice he a bitch nigga 
How good do the pussy and I gotta paid be? Him. <laughs> she gave that nigga two hundo. Yo, how does uh, Crooked Eye got a song? Uh, he say, um, um, the pussy was so good that I had to throw her some cheese, son. But the dick was even better, so she gave me a refund. <laughs> she gave the nigga a refund. Like, yo, nigga, uh, here, here's your money. I ain't giving refund dick no more. Them days is over. <laughs> no, sorry, shorty. It's a wrap. Um, so they broke up. They stopped fucking around. This nigga Marcus goes into a funk. Then he started letting it affect work. He fucked up the Strange campaign. Gave the whole shit to Nasty Nelson. Nelson as did the wild ass uh, birth commercial of the Nelson perfume. Nelson is a wild boy. Nelson was funny as shit, dog. Nasty Nelson. That's me. Why was that nigga voice so deep, dog? Nelson was a pervert. So then after he fucked the campaign up, um... Jacqueline told that nigga, hey, man, take a three-week vacation. The board wanted to fire you, but I convinced him, like, you just need a little break. So take a vacation, nigga. Go get your mind right and stop acting like a bitch. But then she said, yo, I told you this was going to happen. Like, she said that. I told you <laughs> you wasn't ready for this, Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this. You haven't not been ready for some jelly, dog. Yes. yes. <laughs> Scary fucking times, nigga. Holy shit. Oh, man. Yo, Holy let, shit. You can't let them know. <laughs> oh, no, never. <laughs> walk Here's out the, the house. Thing. Look, I'm- walk out, get in the car, drive down the street, even like. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're never going to tell them that you weren't ready for the jelly, but they'll know when you're making that jelly sandwich if you was ready for that motherfucker. They're going to know as soon as you pour the milk. Oh, shit. <laughs> this shit is turned to the Dog, left. this is wild. So look, man, the nigga took his three weeks off. While he was off, he started hanging with Angela down at her studio with her kids. She was the, the art director at the company, but she also had an art studio where she taught kids how to paint and do art and shit with like an African aesthetic. Oh, old girl, Angela did go to uh, her boss and like, yo, whatever you do, doing, oh, yeah. Marcus, why she said, you like, relax? Stop. Like, And Jacqueline was like, what? You really care about that nigga feeling? She was like, I'm just saying, it's kind of affecting his work so i don't know what y'all got going on i ain't trying to pry but <laughs> she was like yo angela we don't love these hoes she like, was like <laughs> angela what you think marcus cool like that like, nigga not cool is y'all fucking like i don't get it well what this got to do and with this, you angela was shocked like no i just i think he's a good human and i i don't think you should hurt a good person <laughs> robin Gibbons was like um did you see me and mike tyson nigga i'm here for the money or the dick and i'm out <laughs> robin Gibbons is a saying <laughs> okay and not the goku kind <laughs> she, vegeta she is she is from planet vegeta okay <laughs> holy fuck uh, evil prince <laughs> there are certain women on earth who scare me a little like even like women I, i'm never gonna be like in their presence like i'm never gonna be around robin gibbons but looking at this movie and just kind of knowing, and really looking at any role that Robin Givens ever she played. She's on some shit on, on Stars right now, where she's still like, yeah, like guy. I she just ain't never played a good guy. It's something about her that I'm just like, let me I don't get involved with you, dog. dog. Nigga, crazy, 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 and mean. You know what else Robin Givens made me think of though? Like I know women ask dudes this question all the time, but 
can you just look at a girl and tell if it's good or not? <laughs> you cannot. You can't. But it's certain women where I look at it and I say, if it's not good, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. Robin Givens Prove in this movie. Me, yeah. Robin Givens in this movie was one of them. Like, yeah, I could see how my nigga Marcus probably got caught up in that because she looked caught up a bull, nigga. So he hanging with Angela. They doing their thing. And they getting a little closer, but the whole time she's still kind of kicking it with uh, Gerard. Like they doing this little platonic whatever the fuck. Um, she was on a Cosby show. Robin Gibbons. The mm-hmm. fuck does she play? Um, Did she take Theo Virginia or some shit? Theo and the older woman. It was the name of the episode. Her name was Suzanne. Wow. <laughs> so she was the older. Bet she was the older woman. You yeah. fucking sex demon. You this was in eighty five. Oh my god, Robin Givens been different out strokes. Here. Head of the class, of course. She oh, was she was on head stroke. of the class. I knew about head of the class. That I knew. Duh, I remember that. Now she wasn't a bad guy on there, really. Yeah. Um. No, she was straight on head of the class. I just don't trust her. She scared me. Amber Rose scared well, me, too. she on 21 Jump Street? No, that was Holly Robinson. Yeah, Holly Robinson Pete. Shout out to Holly Robinson Pete. Yo, speaking of uh, some of them older 80s, early 90s actresses or whatever, you know who was initially supposed to play Jacqueline? Vanessa Williams, uh, light-skinned one, not dark-skinned one from Soul Food, the TV show. She was supposed to be Jacqueline. I, I don't could, think they could afford her, though. I could see that. Yeah, I could see it. Like, it didn't seem like a, a bad fit, but I do. I think I, that would have probably had it. I like Reggie Hudlin's take on, like, yo, the fact that right now she's, people kind of look at her and they see her as, like, this, like, gold-digging sex monster. That works for this role, so we're going to go with her. But, yeah, initially they wanted, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they wanted uh Vanessa Williams. So, all right, so after you hanging with Angela and shit, she's still kicking it with Gerard. They have Thanksgiving dinner at Marcus's crib. Now it's Gerard, it's Tyler, it's Gerard's parents, it's Angela, and it's Marcus. They have dinner. Dinner goes well. The nigga, Gerard's parents kept making fucking little comments about Gerard and Angela, and Gerard kept saying, yo, dad... We're just friends. Like, nigga, clearly, you're the platonic friend. You're never going to get to Coochie Dog. Like, it's just, it's not what it is. You're not that nigga. So after dinner, it's a bunch of dishes there. It's a lot to clean up. Angela's the only one available to help. Tyler had to leave and go fuck the nurse who got her stitches out or whatever. Gerard took his parents home because they had just fucked in the bathroom. Shout out to that. And then the nigga Eddie says, yo, Angela, help with these dishes. They finish all the dishes. They sit down on the couch. Watching Star Trek. Watch Star Trek. It's innocent till it ain't. They doze off because you're watching Star Trek. You're going to doze off. So when I was watching this, I tried to, I had had to figure out like whose fault this was. It was still Eddie's fault. It's always going to be Eddie's fault, no matter what. He started kissing her on the forehead. And then, like. Nigga, he woke her up with the forehead kisses. Like, he low key, like. Look, it didn't put. So, you know how, like, when you ready. Yeah. (laughs) When you sleep, you ready to wake up. Like, you move her forehead. (laughs) Like, bitch, kiss me. Like, move (laughs) (laughs) your He did the, hey, yo, wake up and kiss me uh, thing. And, you know. And then she even goes, like, yo, we shouldn't be kissing. That nigga said, why not? Why not? She was like, cuz, we friends. That nigga was like, friends could kiss. Like, he officially in his I don't give a fuck about Gerard bag at yeah, this point. I'm in my, you know, slightly creepy bag. And then you know. she was bottom lipping him to 
death. Yo, dog. nigga, they was kissing, kissing on this. Like shit. they like really got into the kiss. Like it's it was a lead up before they start really kissing. Like she bottom lipped that nigga like for two minutes. I was like, yo, did like did how many people on the set? <laughs> like did you know? No, quiet on the set. Yeah, nigga, quiet on the fucking set. I need to. I, I want to shoot a movie <laughs> with. <laughs> if you was an actor, dog. Could you ever do a sex scene? One hundred percent. Like professionally, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be unprofessional. I'm that, and that's why that's one of several reasons why I'm not an actor right now. Because I'll be like shit like that. Nope, I'm not even involved. I gotta tape this shit to my thigh. Cause I don't get like they be like, yeah, you wear the special underwear. They got the. I don't know how that works, but I guarantee them draws don't work on my anatomy. I can't control that, so I'd rather just not be an actor and get up and go to work in HR. I'm like, listen, uh, in my profession, we need to have this as real as possible. I need, I need, <laughs> <laughs> I need her eyes to act and react how they would normally act. And here's the thing: so uh, if it's just, it's what's my what's what's my motivation? This wasn't just a little kissing scene. This was a kissing scene with Halle Berry, nigga. Short hair, Halle Berry. Woo-wee. Nigga, John Wick 3, Halle Berry is still in falling facts. So when 50-plus-year-old Halle Berry is still cold. Shout out to 50-year-old Nia Long. Oh, Nia Long, and happy belated birthday to you, Mike. <laughs> Them pictures she posted the other day on her birthday was wild. That's all I'm going to say. And then I look at the 25-year-old Nia Long. Yeah, yeah. And was like, 25 years. I, she looks just, better to me now. And when you looked perfect to me then, to look better now is a motherfucking problem. Something's wrong with Nia Long and Halle Berry. Like, I don't know what, but there's something wrong with them. Because that's not cool. Like, how have y'all been fine y'all whole lives, dog? Like, since we met you, you've been cold. And Halle Berry was fucked up. We met you as a crackhead. Like, Jungle Fever. She was going with Gator. That was Halle's first role, like. We wasn't supposed to really know you was that cold. And then you came out and it was like, oh, shit, that's the crackhead, nigga. <laughs> Scary times, dog. So, look, after him and Angela do they tongue kissing shit, we don't see this. This happens off screen. But apparently they, like, really started fucking around. Like, they was having sex. They was doing the whole thing. So then the nigga Marcus is out with Gerard and Tyler. They playing pool. And Marcus did what I hate when people do. He starts leading up to the question. The nigga said, hey, Gerard, man, how's everything with Angela, man? Don't ask me. Let's just get to it, dog. Don't don't lead up like you really wanted to talk about all this other shit. You don't. But wait, 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 wait. So those, these are valid questions. Yeah. Because what if he said what's going on with you and Angela, and then he finds out more information than he did? Because he already know what time yeah. it is. But we find out like, oh, yo, we, we good. I talked to her last night. We both are going on a date tomorrow. Then, one, I'm not telling you, and two, I'm going to stop fucking with her. But based on this information that you gave me, oh, everything is good. You play, I mean, you, you try to big Nigga boy. was like, yeah, no, you know what, man? She came on me a little too strong. I said, yo, we need to slow down, man. He was like, she don't mind if you see, if she see other men. He was like, nah, do your thing because I'm going to do mine. You know what I'm saying? He was doing that shit that niggas do around their boys. He was don't, front a little don't, bit. Don't big man talk me and shit. Not, that ain't what you do with your mans in them. Like, you shouldn't do it as a grown man at this point, period. But with your mans in them, you're supposed to keep it on it. And Gerard wasn't keeping it 100 about how he felt. When shit don't work out, one, I don't share information with nobody in real life. Yeah. But when niggas ask me, yo, what's up with such and such? I'm like, man, shit just didn't work out. 
Yeah. And like, that's the extent of it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't yeah. got to, yo, I told she was coming. She like, was on me too strong. I said, chill, because, <laughs> like, Gerard, nigga, you don't even have it like that. Really? No. First of all, your name's Gerard. Second of all, look at your fucking hairline. Yeah. Oh, that nigga David Allen Greer not getting a haircut for this entire movie was wild, but the 90s was a wild era in general. Um, So then the nigga Marcus was like, or uh, Gerard was like, oh, shit, what, you want to hook her up with Tyler or something? And he was like, no, nah, nothing like that. <laughs> and then nigga Gerard was like, so why you asking, man? Yo, this was this was emotional, dog. Dog, because what do you do, he, bro? he asked like four times. Why you asking, man? He kept asking why you are, and then he said, "You can't even look me in the eye." Because then he was looking at him, and yeah. he knew he was looking at him, and he went to. He was like looking off. Like, then he did the the last one was the. Oh my God, my man! That nigga said, asking? "He said, you did this shit again, like again, like this another Marcus strikes again, dog." So, so where do you, where do you where do you where do you draw the line? With your friends dating people you've been with. Here's the thing, if I'm Gerard. Yes, I'm mad at how you handled it. And I got the right to be. And you can't be mad at me the same way we just talked about. Girls can't get mad when you get mad after they do something to make you mad. But this is also where you have to be real with yourself. Gerard, that didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. And you don't own another person. You don't own her. You can't stop her. And you don't own your man. Now, if you and your man principles was on some, yo, if my man fucked, I can't go behind him type shit, I'm not mad at that if that's how y'all feel. But, Gerard, you never fucked. Now, y'all so, ain't get off the ground. So what you should have said was, man, I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. I think I dropped the ball. Yeah. I didn't know how to close the deal yeah. or whatever, whatever. I just didn't know how to handle her. And, um... And it it don't look like we gonna work out, but you know I really have feelings. Yeah, for her. I, I got really respect for her. For her. I, I I like her. She met my parents. Clearly, like I was trying. I'm still trying. You, hey. I, I'm trying to friend roll shit. Yep. Boom, boom. Now, if you if I tell you that, and then you still attempt to date, yeah, man, you gotta you, we gotta talk. Cause yeah. now, low key, at that point, we need five minutes. We need five minutes. Cause now we gotta squab this out. Yeah. Um, but if. If I say, man, you know, she was on my dick, but I ain't really feel her, da da da. So I let her down easy. I said, do your things. I'm gonna do me. Oh, all right. Well, shit. It sound a little more casual, but again, even if it was now, now, now Marcus, knowing your man's ain't got game like that, you should you read know that, that about your man, and you got to be able to read between the lines, dog. Um, and Marcus was again, you was wrong because you you came at her in the moment, and yeah, you shouldn't have did that. You ever had one of your boys go behind you? Over a chick or on a chick, rather. Um, I got a ex homeboy mm-hmm. uh, who I'm probably gonna fire on uh, when I see him. He tried to. He tried to dirty back um, one of my exes and shit. Uh, um, like we was all friends. Like yeah. me and her went to his wedding together and yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? And I seen the text messages and shit. Like, yeah. yo, we should have sex like one time. Oh my and gosh. Act like. <laughs> And she oh like, my god! And I seen her responses. You know what I'm saying? She handled every right, yeah. but it was like, yo, you know, why we you was, do that? We was going through our back and forth shit. You know what I'm saying? You know how you break up and yeah, but like, wow, like this was like a guy I, I considered a friend. It was your man's. Like I don't even mix friends. Yeah, you know, I got different groups of different people. I brought him around. You know what I'm saying? But like everybody, he's like, universal with the friendship. Yeah, and um, like nigga tried to. Like I, 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 that's fucked up. 
My uh, one of my dogs, one of my bros, he got at a chick who I dated low key, and I dated her low key because we was all friends. And you know how that could get. Sometimes you don't want the friend group to know or get involved because if it don't work out. This is a real friend group, and I don't want shit to get awkward. So she and I never let anybody know that we was we was kicking, but we literally kicked it for like almost a year. Yeah. Um. And then it, it didn't end up working out. We got into it about some other shit, and we just kind of cut it off, and and that was that. Then my man's tried to talk to her, so unknowingly he don't know that me and her dated. So I wasn't mad at him getting at her. Um. But then after I learned that he was getting at her, and her spitefully kind of allowing it. I said, nah, this is my brother. I'm not going to let you take advantage of him really trying to see what's up with you to get back at me. I ain't going to let that happen. So I hit him and I told him, like, yo, man, you know, I, me and Shorty, we was kind of, you know, for a while kicking it, dog. And I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't think that's the best move. And I don't like the fact that she really playing you because she should have been the one to tell you at a certain point. Like, maybe not up front, she didn't want to put our business out there, but at a certain point, she should have told you. Like, she got you taking her out and shit. Like, that ain't cool. So I told him that to give him some game, dog, and then he still kept trying to get at her anyway. Like, he kind of took it on some, like, yeah, thanks for letting me know, but... And I was like, you know, maybe you ain't hear me, but, like, we dated. Like, that was... It wasn't my girl, but it was my girl. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at that point, you know, he got to do with that information. He can... And that's and that here's the thing, me and my dog never fell out. It, it got a little awkward for a minute, but we never fell out because at the end of the day, this is my brother, and I want you to do what you do. But the reason I told you in the first place, I don't want to see you get hurt. And I knew you really liked her and wanted to see what was up with her, but she was saying what up strictly just to what she spite like me. Nigga, and that was the thing. That was his hope. Yeah. Was that yo, what if she really liked me? And I'm like, dog, I'm not saying that she can't like you or that you're not likable. I'm saying I know her well enough from the time that we spent together to know that this isn't what you're on. What she on and what you on is different. Yeah, you got to find that shit out for yourself. And, and that's what, hey, at a certain point, I just stepped out because it wasn't on me. I said they both grown and they both know what they doing. And uh, it ain't end up working out. And, and that's just what it was. But I never had a nigga already start fucking somebody who I had tried to get with and then, like, kind of let me know later. By happenstance at the pool hall, nigga. Somebody, uh, Dame said one of some of his know, uh, reached out to him about um, one of my exes and shit. Wow. And I'm like, uh, nigga, all my exes are still current. <laughs> like, no, fuck off, nigga. You can't have none of them. Fuck on. That's, eh, I don't got no exes, nigga. Shout out to my current, my one and only. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make up for that uh, Dexter shit. Nah. No. <laughs> Nigga, she gonna look at Dexter and see I'm on season seven and a half and kick my ass. Um, so then look, man, the niggas started. Apparently, you said fuck David Allen Greer because he started kicking it with Hallie even more serious. It looked like she had moved in. She had canvases and all kinds of shit, easels and all that in his crib. It was going good, and then Jacqueline called. And Jacqueline called on some work shit, and she called his house phone, but Angela answered. First of all, the fact we close enough for you to answer my house phone, like, we kicking it, kicking it for real, dog. And then Angela answered, and this is where he started to fuck up, nigga. That nigga talking about, yeah, she just answered. She came over. He said, yeah, no, she she just stopped by real quick. Fam, she just painted two whole paintings. She lives there. 
Yeah, she just stopped by real quick. I said, Marcus, no, no, no. And then read the room. You know what was funny? It took me back to the scene in the beginning when they was at lunch. And that nigga was saying, you have to pay attention to women. You have to watch them. You have to notice them. He didn't notice how much he pissed her off in that moment, dog. Her whole demeanor changed. Like her whole, you gotta really be able to read your lady, dog. Her entire demeanor changed. Man. He knew what time it was, but he was acting like he didn't. And then, so he go to work. They do the little pitch or whatever to the French investors or whatever the fuck, and they killed that shit. And then Jacqueline back on his dick again. She like, yo, you know, you seem so confident. You reminded me of the man I met at that elevator that day. Like, I ain't gonna lie. She even told the nigga, I ain't gonna lie. For a minute, you was looking desperate. Like, damn, nigga, even when y'all not fucking she hoeing you, bro. But he bit, he bit, and that nigga fucked, and he came home late. And then the next morning, nigga, Hallie, like, yo, how'd it go yesterday? And that nigga was like, yeah, that shit was all right. She was like, just all right, nigga, you came home late as fuck. That nigga was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I took a little walk or whatever after the thing. Like, fam, niggas don't take walks, B. Yo. Deny, deny, deny. Why did you admit to that shit? That nigga say, yeah. I Yo, some things you just can't control. Like what? My dick. <laughs> I couldn't control that nigga it. Said, like love. I said, oh my God, you just told your living girl that you love your ex? Stupid ass nigga, dog. Stupid little boy. Dog. Or as I used to say when I was a kid, stupid McNoopid nigga. You are an idiot, bro. So after that, Hallie smacked the shit out that nigga. Oh, fun fact, that was a real smack, by the way. Eddie didn't know that was coming. And then he just reacted, and it was perfect. But, yeah, she smacked shit out that nigga in real life. And um, now they broke up. And she said, nigga, I'll be back to get my things, dog. When your girl, because you've lived with some women before, <laughs> when y'all break up, do they leave without their shit and come back, or do they get all their shit right now in the moment? Um, I feel like don't leave me with your shit. <laughs> don't leave me with your shit. I'm gonna keep like some of it. Like you know, I done been with. We Which I wish live. you would wear these jeans around a whole ass nigga. Yeah, you break up and like yo, I, I you know I come back and get my shit later. Yeah. You come back and get your shit later. And I thought I leave, leave my key over there, nigga. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the only shit you can leave. Leave your key. The rest of the shit going to salvation. Leave I'm a couple. You know, then I you know I just slide back over here. Like, oh hey hey, I'm here to grab that ink pen. <laughs> Uh, then you know Get your little makeup sex on And, and that's exactly why I'm like No Take all your shit with you Cause you come back I don't hey, trust you Hey you know it. that one cup I used to like The one that That, that came from yeah. Wendy's That plastic one The number one dad mug <laughs> yeah. You know the mug Or no You know She's like nigga You don't even have no kids Just the plastic cups That come from Wendy's right. uh, I just don't throw yeah. them away Yeah, yeah. I, I need that I one I need though. that I need that I can't believe you took straw That motherfucker You are something else Um. So then After you fucked that up he goes to fuck Jacqueline again, because why not? And then in the middle of their little sex fest, that nigga said, yo, stop. She was like, no, 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 don't trip. I got condoms. That nigga said, no, nah, it ain't that. He said, I shouldn't be here. She was no, like. I'm, I'm good with Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with Ryan. <laughs> condoms? Condoms? <laughs> nigga, we was never worried about that. <laughs> but uh, no, the nigga was like, yo, man. I'm in love. And she was like, nigga, with Angela, motherfucker? Hold on, wait. Oh, so Biden smacking this nigga? 209 to 118. Yeah, hey, you had to, hold up. Wait a minute. Go back to that real quick. Electoral like, college votes, allegedly. Yeah, hold up. Okay, I was trying to see if 
They still got um need two seventy. He needs yeah. I was about to say some of them bitches are still some of them swing states. The Michigan, the Ohio's, Pennsylvania is still looking low. Yeah, we'll see. But hey, shout out to Biden, man. If he beat this nigga, dog, do you really think it's gonna get wild? Like if either of them win, like whoever win, do you think niggas are gonna really wild out? Yes. Damn. We living in a wild time, dog. So anyway, man, the nigga Marcus was like, yo, I realize I love uh, Angela. And, and Jacqueline was like, my, I don't know my neighbors yet, but they're white. <laughs> oh, shit. You got to find out what they on. I got some black neighbors on the block. What's in their yard? What's in their yard? American flag. Trump. Oh, shit. <laughs> Trump shit. Well, the nigga on a, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. My, my neighbor on my right has a pit bull. Mm. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Could be anything. Could be anything. Know. The dude on the left, uh, old white dude. He got American flags up. He got a pickup truck. Yeah, it's a newer cut. It ain't. It ain't an old boy. Okay, truck, but he All could right. definitely still be a truck. I mean, yeah, because uh, them niggas still drive Rams too. The truck behind it the ain't house just behind us. me is four motorcycles back there. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, but he Mexican. Okay, All so, right. I was about to say. I if just it ain't don't know. Mill, yeah, it's it's a lot of diversity on the block. So um, the nigga Marcus was like, yo, I'm in love with Angela. Jacqueline was like, well, if you love Angela, why are you here with me? The nigga said exactly. And he got the fuck out. And then he, like, started teaching her art class and shit out of nowhere. He know how to do art. And then um, he had her two favorite art students kind of involve themselves. Well, first of all, he made up with David Allen Greer, um, which was important. You got to make up with your mans and them, dog. Like, you and your bros... Nigga, I say this respectfully, man. Bros before hoes, dog. Like, no matter what the fuck happens with you and and the girl, whoever the girl is, make sure you and your man's is good, dog. Yeah, but wifey for life, yo. I mean, all facts, nigga. Happy wife, happy life. What happy about? spouse, happy house. I heard somebody say that the other day, and I, literally my response was, I wish that were true. Oh, if I'm not happy, it's gonna it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> I got to be happy. It ain't universal though, man. Like it really is like, yo, make the woman happy. You better put that woman first. Jaheem fucked this yeah, up. She, she the first. The other one is my side. That's how that shit goes. Oh like, my nah. god. Oh my god. Jay is on scary times. <laughs> so after he made up with his man, so he went down to fucking Angela new job. She got a new haircut. Her sideburn was mad, whipped up and shit. That shit was curled. She looked good. She had her own office. She running the fucking creative at this other agency. And the nigga Marcus went in there and the nigga said, yo, I love you. Fucked up. I was so disappointed in this. The final scene? Yeah. Why? Because when she was like, give me one reason why you should stay, that that I should take you back, he didn't have a reason. No, my nigga said I can't breathe. But that was later. You ever told a chick you couldn't breathe? (laughs) (laughs) I'm saving it. (laughs) Saving it for when my girl get mad at me about this pod. (laughs) I'll be like, yo... I know I said some wild shit on that pod, but I can't breathe. But um, like he was like he just like I yeah, he ain't had nothing for it. And then he then, wasn't convincing. Yeah, I was at like, all. I'm thinking like, oh, this is the dramatic pause. Yeah, and then he gonna be like, because I bought this ring. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. and then she was like, I'm scared. And then he was like, oh, I can't breathe. Yeah. But nigga like, nigga, like, if she wouldn't have said that, you was you was lost. <laughs> Oh, he should have said I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> he literally could have said any other thing other than. Uh, she was like, "Give me one reason." That nigga said, "Uh, you, you think I come down here to just fuck with you?" I mean, shit. Look at his sweater. <laughs> that nigga was like, "Shit, I rode the bus to this motherfucker. What's up?" 
whole time I'm like, Marcus, do you still have a job? Or a car, <laughs> nigga. Because house, no car. Uh, it's a lot going on, dog. But they got back together. Um, he don't. He quit his job, by the way. Because he was like, I quit my job. Oh for yeah, you. yeah, she yeah. Was like, did I ask? Did you I ask that? you to do that? Yeah. She was being real buck in that scene too. I kind of liked it. Though. It was, was sexy. He on basically her. was like, Why you acting this way? Yeah. That's not why I liked you. You acting yeah. like you putting your, your work first and all that other shit. And now you cold hearted. Woman, stop putting your fucking work first. And the nigga was scared. Like, wait, don't act like Jacqueline, please. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Like, I need you to be like, like me back. <laughs> you ever had to ask a girl to like you back? <laughs> hey, damn it. Can you like me today? Or like, no? like me back. <laughs> but um, ultimately, dog, best fucking romantic comedy ever made. I, I think that this shit was awesome. It was black excellence all over this shit. The only white people in the movie were fucking workers. In the service. It was literally the waitress. It was the niggas at the, the white people at the store in the mall. And that was it. Oh, yeah, that was the, uh, oh, the, um, the French dudes was, they like Paris investors or whatever. So, but still, nigga, everybody else was a server or fucking uh, retail employee, man. So. Extra. I love the energy, dog. Black excellence all over this shit. Phenomenal movie. Oh, we probably should have said this at the beginning of the pod. <laughs> but Boomerang, for whatever reason, is no longer available on Netflix, even though it was only up there for like a month. So if you go to Netflix to look for Boomerang right now, you will not find that shit. But it is available to rent on like most platforms for $3. So if you got to $3 and you want to watch the movie, please do so. It's a great movie. You will not regret it, especially if you spend three hours listening to me and Jay talk about this movie. Um, Any parting words, man? What you watching right now, bro? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to wrap up Dragon Ball Z tonight. <laughs> this nigga here, man. My uh, nigga say eight more episodes to go. You feel me? What's happening? And, um, other than that, uh, low key, uh, that's all I've been watching. <laughs> Did you watch uh, his house um, on I Netflix? Have not get into his house, man. It was um, it was a good horror film. I heard it was really spooky. It was a good horror film. I thought, as y'all know me, horror is my favorite genre, man. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The ending was kind of, it could have been better. It wasn't bad. It could have been better. Well, I haven't, um, I haven't seen it yet, but um, it was it was solid, dog. I enjoyed it. Um, salute to. Ruby, pardon me for not knowing her name, but Ruby from Lovecraft Country. She's a good actress, man. Like, she did really well in this movie, dog. Like, she low-key killed in his house, man. Um, Salute to her. Uh, What else am I watching right now? There's a movie on Amazon Prime that I put in my playlist today that I'm going to be watching. It's called Time, and I believe it's a documentary, but... I don't know. It didn't read like a documentary, but apparently it was a big hit at Sundance. It's about this black woman who's essentially trying to help her husband get out of prison. Um, and it like films her journey or whatever as she's waiting on him to get released um, for whatever crime he committed. But I heard it was like great, dog. And I read like a lot of really dope reviews about it. So I added it to the playlist today. But again, it's called Time. It's a prime video original. So look out for that. Go watch His House, even though Halloween is over. Um, 
And yeah, man, that's that's really all I got. Uh, watch This Is Us just in case Jay and I say fucking and start trying to pick up on some of the topics from it, man, and, and get into that weekly. And um, oh, watch uh, The Chicago 7 because we're probably going to get into that soon just to give you all some new content. So keep an eye out for Chicago 7 on Netflix um, or The Trial of the Chicago 7 is what that's called. And um. Oh, last thing, uh, me and Jay's show, All-American, it's back on January 18th. My pop's birthday. And then, Oh, shout out to that. And then three weeks after that, um, Black Lightning will be back. Final season. Yeah, yep. So keep an eye out for, for that. Keep an eye out for All-American. It'll be back in a couple of months. Power will be back, I believe, December 5th. So we got about a month for that. And, um, yeah, man, uh, only other shit I'm watching or looking forward to watching, SVU is back tomorrow, I believe. Yo, or, I'm sorry, this Thursday. It's a Christmas movie coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. With, like, um, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, It's yeah, on yeah. Netflix, I believe. Yeah, it's, Netflix actually got a couple, they got the Christmas movie coming out when it's, like, Octavia Spencer or some other motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I'm, we can get one of those in. Yeah, we can get some holiday shit in. Um, oh, somebody, uh, I don't remember which platform, but somebody suggested that we review Soul Food. And I was like, that could be, like, a good, like, Thanksgiving review. Like, I know we've talked about Soul Food briefly in our, like, black Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving or holiday films, but because that's this is a holiday that doesn't have films for. Yeah, us. yeah. Um. So other yeah, than, maybe uh, maybe we can holiday. get our soul food in, and um. Yo, y'all keep letting us know what uh what throwback films y'all want us to review. I know this boomerang got a little bit clouded with the uh with the politics talk at the beginning, but uh y'all know how we do with the throwbacks, yo. We we love reviewing them. We love rewatching them as adults, trying to pick up on all the new themes and all the shit that we can relate to now. And, um, yeah, we love just saluting our black talent, man. Salute to Eddie Murphy, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Halle Berry, Robin Givens, Eartha Kitt, Grace Jones, John Witherspoon, everybody, man. Miss Pearlie, I can't remember her real name, but shout out to her. Flash from Five Heartbeats, Chris Rock, everybody who was in this movie. Layla Rashawn especially, man. Salute to everybody who was involved. Black Excellence, Boomerang, This Week in Culture, Episode 130. Follow us on all the socials at This Week in Culture. Hit us up on This Week in Culture Pod at gmail.com with all your voice notes and all your Blackberry letters. Till next episode, I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. Episode 130. We out.